And we're back, episode four of the Dad Pod Sportscast. My name is Kevin. On the other end, we have John and we have Artie. Uh, say hi, boys. Dad Pod. Hello. Hello. That's right, Dad Pod Sports. All right, bud. We have a ton of stuff to get through. Uh, looks like the hot stove uh, actually got hot this year. Hey, kid. A little earlier than usual, too. Well, After- winter meetings happening. Yes. So for once, I think, well, not for once, but if for the first time in four or five years, six years even, I think things happened at the winter meetings and it was a beautiful thing. So this was this was a nice welcome uh, change, change of pace when it came to free agent signings. Uh, obviously, the biggest news being the one and only Aaron Judge re-signing with the Yankees for a million dollars. I thought he was going to the Giants. No, no, that's no, Arson Judge. Arson. That's his. Yes. That's his evil twin brother, Arson Judge. Right. Is going yeah, to with, with the right. evil, with the evil mustache and goatee. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, like oh Rocky God. Bullwinkle. Yes. The yeah. number, the number of Twitter pages I was just looking at, and Facebook pages with Aaron Arson Judge. Judge. No, well, that and Aaron Judge photoshops of like, hey, welcome to San- the Bay Area. Oh yeah, it's sad and pathetic, and I. I feel bad for Giants fans a little bit because I'm like, Ooh, that one got ripped right from the jaws of victory. Yeah, that was the, the mean... fun part about it. The fun part about it is that when it got announced, it was nine o'clock here. People in San Francisco weren't even up yet when they got the news that Aaron yeah, Judge that, wasn't coming. Yeah, that, that's rough because it got it leaked out yesterday around, I want to say like 515 ish that John Heyman tweeted that he was that he's going to the Giants and then well appears to be going to the Giants and then well it's not a done deal yet but it's well in the works and then it was completely retracted and then you know so that was that but then yeah yeah it was about what eight nine o'clock this morning that it finally came out that he was coming back nine for 360 mil full no trade I mean listen I always thought he was coming back anyway so really not too surprised. I guess the number's more staggering. I guess all you heard was they didn't want to go to nine and they went to nine. I guess you got to do what you got to do to keep the guy, right? Oh, absolutely. Like, I, I think that when it comes down to it, like, we all kind of knew that that $40 million was going to be the magic number. Like, we, we knew it was going to start and end there. And right. they hit it. You know what I mean? Whether or not they he was going to get the nine year was really the crux of the of the conversation. Like, let's be honest with the man had a blank check when it came down to it as far as it it was pretty much in the Yankees ball like ballpark do they want to have Aaron Judge on the team or not yeah it's pony up or not well I don't I don't know if it was a blank check per se I think like if he asked for 45 million dollars a year to reset the market I don't think so I don't know no I think they would have said goodbye because they because if he was asking for 400 million on a single year contract single number of years contract, I think they would have said no. You know, if he said, I want 410, like it's reported the Padres offered him. Yeah, obviously, like the 10th year maybe sweetens the deal. But I think the idea of him retiring, I think a little bit of him retiring as a Yankee and being captain, I think that played a little bit of a part in it. But I'm not delusional in thinking that that played a big part. I think I mean, I think all things being equal, he's losing more money being a New Yorker playing for the Yankees and having to pay New York state income tax as opposed to, you know, Florida or Texas, but also California, but because it was California, it's like, Oh, I'm doing better here. So that might play no, a part in it too. So, you know, no. 
that's you got to look at you got to look at the, the the finances too and you know and how to, how how much of a slap in the face does that seven year two hundred and thirteen and a half million dollar deal I mean, look like now? My God, it it is, and I put it in the rundown. That is the biggest bet on yourself year of all time. Oh yeah, he got he got offered two hundred thirteen million uh, two hundred thirteen and a half million dollars at the beginning of the season. Came out and said no. Trusted his own ability. Got out. Hit sixty two. However, and now he's a. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, and now he's what a hundred forty million dollars richer at the end of the year. How yeah, he almost it, doubled, he almost doubled. How would have he fed his family on two hundred and thirteen million dollars? I know a, a tragedy, <laughs> travesty. How would he have no, fed his family? Listen, listen, I'm going to tell you something. He, you know, the other thing too is the real question, obviously, for the Yankees from a free agent perspective is what else do they do? Because Right, they're not done. They're not they done. They can't. They can't be. And I think it's obscene to think about them having to spend more money. But they can't be done. And ultimately, you know, what does Judge have in the tank? You know, does he does he perform admirably? Three hundred ish hitter, forty ish, thirty five to forty home runs, a hundred to one hundred and twenty RBIs. You know, eight hundred to nine hundred OPS basically for the next five years. If that's what you get, the contract was worth it. If you win a World Series, the contract is worth it. Otherwise, you know, we're going to look back in six, seven years and go, man, what a waste if they don't win a World Series. You're paying for it now up front. You want you're not paying for years seven, eight and nine right now. You're you're paying for it now. You're hoping for a World Series now. You're hoping for MVP seasons now. You're not worried about uh, 20, uh, you know, 30. Right. And there's only listen, there's seven to eight guys in the league with his some in the stratosphere of his level of talent that you build a team around. He's one of a handful. You got to keep them like in baseball. You have to keep a guy like him as a centerpiece to build around your team. So the kink, the Yankees, apparently Hal Steinbrenner was was, you know, Italy, apparently. Yeah, he was. And he, they also yeah. said he came in at the eleventh hour. He was the the Mariano Rivera to close this deal, according to Cashman. Oh, what okay. a uh, okay, well, whatever. Well, speaking of Cashman, uh, he said, uh, "Go for it." He's got a four year deal now to stay. And how much trust do you have in Brian Cashman going forward now? It's not that I don't have, as a Yankees fan, I don't have a lot of trust in Brian Cashman to build a competitive product. I don't like. I know that my team is going to win 87 to 95 wins a year on average, barring injuries, and bar- but I don't know if they're going to ever make it out of the first or second round of the playoffs. I don't like, I don't think they'll get like, I can't guarantee they'll get back to the world series and, and just getting back to the world series at this point track record has proved that unless he's given a blank checkbook to sign three of the, of the top 10 free agents of that year, He's not winning a World Series, a la 2009. He had A-Rod, he had Jeter, signs Teixeira, CeCe Sabathia. I mean, AJ come Burnett, on. yeah. AJ and AJ yeah. Burnett. And that was one, that was, you know, half a billion dollars in those contracts to win one fucking World Series. Like, right. like okay, like, if I have a blank checkbook, I can do that too. I'm not a dum-dum. So, you know, what ultimately, like. A dum-dum. Yes. Yeah, I don't, th- I think he can, I think he could build a competitive team. He's capable of it. I just don't trust him to bring the bring the team to the next level of all right, I'm gonna close the deal on three key free agents to bring it home. And I does he run a good international scouting department? Does he run a good 
you know, drafting department? Do we build through the minors? Do we have a good minor league system? It's not bad, but it's we're being outclassed, I think, by other organizations at this point, like Houston and the Cubs and the Dodgers when it comes to their international scouting and their minor league system. Like, you know, we have no fucking depth at any position if somebody goes down. And for God's sakes, the ice, the, the, Stanton deal has to that still is the biggest craw right now with with him and it's still the dumbest thing they ever did because they basically have two of the same exact players who injury prone very tall make hit a lot of home runs we don't need two of those guys like you need a bunch of Bernie Williams and Scott Brocious's you know and Paul O'Neill's you don't need a you don't need seven Jason you know what the problem is I hate to say it the days of the, the baseball of of your is over as much as I, I really hate to admit it. Those days are gone. The role players like that are far and few between on teams. You have three, two or three sluggers. You have maybe one or two on base guys. And then the rest of the guys are just mashers. And you just hope that they, they hit home runs or get on base. That's it. And that's really it. Every team's built like that. Look, look at the San Diego Padres, Machado, Tatis, Soto, Hosmer, what are those guys? Those guys, right? Look at the Phillies bringing in Trey Turner for eleven years and three hundred million, and with 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 real Muto, Bryce Harper, real Muto, Schwarber, Hoskins, all those. I look at yeah, but like I look at players like Real Muto as even though they're like an all star at their position, in terms of the quality of the player and the clutchness of the player. I kind of don't look at him as the same. Like those are two different tiers of players. And yes, like Real Muto's top three, top four in his position in, the, in baseball. But like in terms of quality player and how good he is compared to the, you know, how good he is raw. I, I don't, I think like you need more players of his caliber to fill out a roster just as much as you need, you know, your top flight guys. You can't have a bunch I of, agree with and you, you can't have all the, you, you listen, launch angle. That's not the league now. That's, no, that's, no, not that's the problem. Now, no, I understand that's the, that. That's the problem. That's not that's the, the problem. That's that's why you can't so, consistently win with good players. And that's and that's what right. drives people nuts to, to to tie it all in or bring it home, if you will. What drives people nuts about Cashman? He loves bringing in guys who hit 240, hit 35, 40 home runs, but strike out 170 times. Right. Hello, Josh. Hello, Josh Donaldson. Right. And that's the yes. problem with the type of player he brings in is he's bringing in the guys of, of the late 90s, early 2000s, the the steroid era guys who are, well, they're going to home run the heck out of it. And we're going to we're going to win, you know, 100 games, but we're not going to go anywhere in the playoffs because good pitching is going to shut us down. Like right. the formula is it's the same formula every year. And it's well, the playoffs are a crapshoot. Well, tell that to the Houston Astros who have seemed to figure it out. You know, tell that to the San Francisco Giants when they had Tim Lin- Tim Lincecum in the er, in the mid two thousand tens. Like they figured out a formula how to win three World Series. Tell that to the Red Sox. Like they all figured it out how to win consistently in the playoffs in a five year window. I think also the problem is to sometimes Cashman's. I think arrogance is not the right word, but I think his ego maybe gets in the way. He's smarter than everyone else. The Yankees are smarter than everyone else. We're it's, just better. Because it's hubris. Can, yeah, you put on the pinstripes and I'm just better than you. So by default, we'll, you know, we'll just out out Yankee you, if you will. And the, the magic is kind of worn <laughs> out off. As, short, we'll short left field porch out, out you. Right. It's, like, fun, it's funny when the Yankees hit home runs off the short left field porch. It's like, oh, well, that's what the stadium is built for. But when the opposing team does like, oh, it's, well, that's BS. They should, you know, it's like, well, you know, it's the ballpark, but whatever. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, well, look, I, I mean, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's a, personally, I'm not a Yankee fan. Never have been. Can't stand him. So <laughs> take this with a grain of salt. But the Yankees aren't a baseball team anymore, guys. The Yankees are a brand. Right, they're a money machine. A, right. They've been a brand for years now. And Cashman treats that team like a brand. Right. And Hal and Hal owns the team like a brand. Team. Hal owns right. the team like a brand. That's part of right. the problem. I don't disagree with that. When that's it, that's when fair. It comes, when it comes down to your concessions, when it comes down to the new stadium, when it comes down to your skyboxes and everything, it's run like a brand. It's all about visibility. It's all about clicks. It's all about how much corporate money can get in the box. And the best way to get corporate money in the box, chicks dig the long ball. And so did guys in office suits with big checking Drinking accounts. Drinking Bud Lights, yeah, right, exactly. Eighteen dollar Bud Lights. So right. you're you're gonna you're gonna want those guys in the stadium. And how are you gonna do it? Front page news is Aaron Judge. I I mean, listen, I I don't disagree with that. I just think that I think that they are brand and they are their 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 secondary concerns are winning at this point, and it's being competitive and having a good product on the field to watch and an entertaining product and you know one that is cheerable and with decent players and whatever that's really their mo they're not looking to you know be like george and outspend their mistakes to win a world series like it's just not they're they're smart like they don't and the rules have changed too with the luxury tax and it's way more punitive and the more money you spend you know hal says this every time he's interviewed if i spend 300 million dollars like the dodgers they're giving like the Dodgers are giving teams like the Yankees money, like because they spend on the luxury tax. Like Hal doesn't want to do that. He's like, I don't want to give the Miami Marlins and the the San Diego Padres and the San Francisco Giants and the Seattle Mariners and you know the Chicago White Soxes of the world. Like I don't want to give them money. Like so to make them more competitive against us just by so he's like I we there's a way to be smart and competitive and win a World Series allegedly while still remaining below the luxury tax allegedly. Allegedly. So, you know, well, we'll see how it works out. I think better not be done because then they won't be. They can't be. They can't be. They can't be you because you lost Tyone. You lost Tyone. Tyone. Yeah. You need pitching. You need bull, you always need bullpen help. Um, They're going to supposedly they're going to try and move Donaldson. I don't know who's going to take him, but they're going to try. They're trying you know, to trade. Apparently, oh, apparently, I just saw a report that they're um, trying to package a deal. Um, to uh, what was it, to get an outfielder? Oh, what was it like a trade? Like trying to trade, but we'll see how that uh, how that works out. You know, Trey Turner coming off the market was a big deal for the Yankees and the Mets. To be honest with you, because I thought you know Trey Turner might not have been a good fit for the Mets because they'd have to probably move him to second, but he would have solved the shortstop problems. But but again, the problem comes down to how many three hundred million dollar contracts you're going to have on one team. You know. That would judge makes number three. He would have been number four, but he didn't. He went to the Phillies and the Phillies are really building a roster. I mean, that's a, that's going to be a pretty nasty lineup for a long time, considering Harper's there for the next 300 years. And now Trey Turner's right behind him and he's younger. So they're going to be a force to be reckoned with for a while. Yeah. But, 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 but when, Trey, when Trey Turner is now 30, 32, and he's in a wheelchair because his legs have <laughs> undeniably fallen out underneath him. And he's, oh, I know. Is that contract going to be a dis- 
that contract's going to be a disaster. But again, you, you're paying you you pay for it at the back end. You're you're not worried about it in the first three or four years. That's fair. I mean, though those infield singles are going to turn to ground outs real quick, though. Like that, he's not right. going to keep that up. They could absolutely, but you know, I can't blame a guy for taking the most money with the most amount of years. I can't. I oh can't. no! Look, look, no. Like I just think it's if, nuts that there's no opt outs. Like if somebody's going to pay me three hundred million dollars to do something, I'm going to sure. take that three hundred million. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care if it's Tim Buck too. I'll do it. Right. Right. It, right. It, it's not Trey Turner's fault. Like get your bag, man. Like secure the bag yeah, secure and, the bag. and do what you got to do. But yeah, dude. From do an organizational think... standpoint, does it make sense? I I don't know if it makes the most sense to be honest with you, but we'll, we'll find out. What what know? happens now? To now that the dominoes are all going to fall because now we have to look at. What's going to happen with with Gene Segura? What's going to happen with, you know, what's going to happen with Bogarts now? What's going to happen with Dansby Swanson? Because now the the dominoes of infielders are falling, you know, going to fall in place. Um, you know, does does where does Correa go? You know, Correa Correa's going to end up in Baltimore. You really think so? At at twenty eight years old, he's going to fucking go sign his life away to go. No, you Baltimore. know, I'll be honest with you. Last at the end of last, he ended year, up Bal- in fucking Minnesota, Artie. He yeah. ended up in Minnesota. Yeah, I honestly, I, Baltimore is not as bad as you think it is because they actually played hard down the stretch. They almost made the playoffs. They did. That's true. Right. They almost well, made listen, the playoffs. I went to college in Baltimore. I freaking love Camden Yards, and I think the the the. the Oh, like the O's organization is is for a as small as it is when it comes to revenue. It's a very like smart organization. They make they make well. great decisions and they do real well for themselves, right. considering right. what their revenue stream is. No, they just now, have a, they just have a cheap ass owner. That's the problem. Well, that's the right. problem. And mass like right. the mass and money fiasco, you know, with the TV deal that they had for a decade and a half was a fucking joke. But that's another story for another day. Right. No, right. but no, you're right. But like Peter Angelos is a he's a cheap son old- of a bitch. Yeah, he's a crooked old bastard, but um, <laughs> like his son is just as bad. But ultimately, like you look at what Adley is going to be a superstar. You look at Ryan Mountcastle; he's probably going to be a superstar. Like they have pieces. Yeah, they have pieces. Yeah, like, they have, yeah. they're they're ready. They're going to make a jump next year for sure. They're going to be good. He, and if he gets. 250 300 from the Orioles he's going to go there like yeah but what's he going to what is he going to get a 5 year deal a 7 year deal 8 year deal he's probably going to command something similar to Turner yeah that's but see like that's i would be afraid of that for Baltimore considering the like a 5 year deal yeah i do that as if i was him cuz that would at 33 right. maybe not 11 to- maybe not 11 years but probably like 7 or 8 but, yeah, your but market, that still puts him at 35, 36 years old. He's not getting another good contract after that. Yeah, but but your market got corrected. Like now that you have a guy who you can argue isn't as good as Correa, or people will make that argument, or has or is comparable, that market corrects itself. He's gonna get something similar, like like John said. Like there's no wow. way around it. Like he's probably gonna get somewhere close to 300 million. If he's got a if he's has a good agent, it's gonna be close. No, it, you're right. It's going to be close. And then somebody like Bogarts is probably going to command the same amount of money, if not more. And Dan, so Dan, I think Dan, I think Dansby Swanson is a better is a better. Honestly, that's, that's why I want the Mets to get. I, I agree. I, if I'm a Mets fan, I'm like, go give Dansby Swanson whatever he wants. I mean, I heard that I read somewhere that Bogarts was in heavy talks with the Red Sox to come back. So I don't know what that it's means. Con- it's All a right. contentious situation though. Right. 
But he, I, here, here's the reality of it, though. And and I put it on the rundown. And I'll be honest, as a Mets fan, like a lot of Mets fans, Sox are my second team. I know Artie's going to crucify me for that, but whatever. You like the 49ers, and we'll get into that later. Oh, yeah. yeah, but like the, the fucking 49ers. <laughs> like, well, come on. Like, that's not All my right, second so, team. That's my second team of 2022. Like, come on. Whatever. All right, fine. Whatever. Fine. But be like that. the Reds. The Red Sox are really screwing this up, and it's on John Henry. It's on the ownership as it has. Like they told Devers and Xavier, uh, Xander Bogarts rather, uh, that they were a priority, that they were going to resign yeah. them, that they were going to make every sort of attempt to go after them. They, they really have whatever they could. They haven't even called to make an offer. There's Whoops. no sense of urgency. There's no offer sheet, and they're just kind of sitting there and wait, waiting for some sort of offer to come across their desk from the Red Sox. If they had any sign of urgency, they would have already been signed by now. Like they would or at have least been offered. Signed. They, I mean, I, I doubt that their rep, their agents are going to let them not hear offers from other teams, but they're like, they're, they are the, you know, they're, they're the players that are running the ship when it comes to their positions. And so ultimately I, I'm surprised that they haven't at least got an offer. I mean, like, the Yankees didn't sit there and say, Hey, Aaron judge, like go get offers from San Francisco and we'll let us know. They were like, listen, we'll give you eight years. We'll give you eight years at that, you know, three ten, three twenty, and uh, let us know what you get on the, like, you know, and you know, obviously like, you're not going to tell us what you're going to, you're not going to take that. You're going to go out and test free agent. God bless. Go ahead. Offers here unless you don't want it, and they went. I why don't the Red Sox do that for Bogarts at least? Bogarts, and you know, like I don't understand. To me, that's understand. that's a really bad bad look. I don't understand how you're telling a guy who's a perennial All Star, both of them, and Devers and Bogarts, we're not going to make you even a offer close to market value. Like it, it, it just blows my mind. Like those are two perennial All Stars who have kept your team afloat, like, for what it is. Like, there's no reason why either one of them. And, like, is it really that, like, are you really sticking to, like, is Shane Bloom his his real, like, sticking point in all this is because Xander won't move to second and he won't flip positions, whichever story? is. Are we really, like, going no, down? No, I, I think that's overblown. I think that's overblown because ultimately I think that when it comes to – I think with Bloom running the show in, in Boston, he's, he's coming from Tampa. So, like, his pedigree in terms of, like, he's – he doesn't have – he has the money now to spend how he wants to spend it. And he doesn't have to be the smartest person in the room working with the least amount of resources. But, but he thinks he is. But he thinks he is, and that's the problem. He correct. thinks he's Theo Epstein, and he's not. He's and not Theo that's Epstein. The problem. He's better at running, I'm sure, like a good scouting department, a good drafting, you know, like a you know, when it comes to drafting, international signings, you know, minor league system. That's how Tampa got to be Tampa Bay, is because they had that level of of perfection. When it came to running the out the, the rest of the organization, and yeah, their their payroll could be eighty seven million dollars a year, and they could compete because they had they found Evan Longoria, you know, and he was on a rookie deal, and he was he was tied up in you know before he had to sign a thirteen year freaking deal, they were like yeah whatever, so they had the player in in their own organization to compete, 
that doesn't exist in the in Boston because they can compete and they can make trades. And so their minor league system, it's not that it those guys don't end up translating that well. And I think that that's always ultimately the problem. And I think, you know, you sit there and go, oh, he's probably sitting there going, Xander Bogarts, he's a nobody. I can replace him with the guy in the minor leagues. And it's like, that's not how Boston, that's not how organizations at that level, that's not how you run them. And I think that that level of ego is going to get him in a lot of trouble. So we'll see what happens. But I think, I think Bogarts is gone more likely than not at this point. Yeah, I don't, I, I think Bogarts is probably going to end up in St. Louis versus anywhere close to uh, Fenway. And he might go, he might end up in Atlanta because if, if Swanson leaves, you know, he that, might, end that's up. fair. They're going to, they're going to have to replace him. That that's fair. And, and I could see Swanson ending up in somewhere like St. Louis. Like, sure. I, I can see that being the play guy that has Midwest connections went to, you know, went to a mid Midwest kind of, if you want to call it that Southern Midwest uh, type of university has that experience in that background. Like, I can see that being a play there and that style of baseball or that like Cardinal baseball being appealing to a guy like Danzy Swanson. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's um, a really loyal fan base and a really good organization right. too. Um, right. Like let's talk about, let's uh, talk about the Mets. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can't avoid it. Cause the Mets are actually central in a lot of storylines, both with, and like, and like I was trying, I was trying to make that, that attempt. And I know John is probably going to have his, his opinion there so i'll go first and and wax poetic on how much uh steve cohen and the gm is really going out to, to bug me and annoy me right but um look what, elephant in the room is that jacob de went to texas rangers for five years 185 million um look like did i ever think he was coming back no that I think he was going to end up on a Texas Rangers of all places? No, but that that's why he played If you the told games, me he man. was going to a Texas team, like you'd think Houston. Not yeah, even. Absolutely. Like, especially with the Verlander leaving, I would have said, oh, yeah, like, okay, fine. Right, but, but like, that that made sense. Like, I, it, that wouldn't have been surprising to me, and I would have, you know what I mean? I thought he was a brave. To be honest with you, I thought he was going to end yeah, up. Yeah, I thought everybody did. I thought he was going to end up back home. But I, I don't think I have five years that I think everybody, I think the Braves probably turned around and said, listen, we'll give you three years with a fourth year option, club option. You know, we'll give you 45 million a year. We don't give a shit, but we're not giving you five years. And well, Houston probably said, we'll give you three, three, 42 and a half million, 40 million a year. They, he probably had three, 120 with a, with a, you know, a fourth year option at like 35 million on the table everywhere. And Texas when, was like five years, here you go. And he probably was like, mm, fuck it. I'm out. Let's go. I, I, I can't. I, that's, that's the only way I think that I think that's literally how it played out. When Jake is on and when Jake is giving you 30 to 35 starts a year, he is the best pitcher in baseball. Bar none. Like he is electric there. There's nobody better. I, I dare you to find me a better starting pitcher in the league other than Jacob Grant when he's healthy. Right. The fact is Great. he's only making 18 to 20 starts a year now. And he is not worth five, 185 over five for 20 starts a year. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm always of I, the opinion that like a player, a position player and a pitcher 
should never be paid exactly the same. And like the fact that somebody of Aaron Judge's ilk is paid the same as Max Scherzer, granted for a fewer years, like and now DeGrom, I think makes no sense to me on some fundamental level. Guaranteed years notwithstanding, I understand one contract is double the length of the other, but still, like I, I don't see somebody, especially of his injury proneness, being worth he's going to play in less in yeah if he's making 27 starts a year i'd be like Shh, okay it's worth it but like and he's going to win you game one of your of every series in game four and game but seven he's not. He's, but not. he's not and he fell apart and we gave him that opportunity and he fell apart and he was suddenly human and he's been hurt now two years in a row and he's admittedly admittedly by jacob de grom overthrowing and he's yeah. throwing harder than he probably should. He should not be throwing a hundred miles an hour. There's no, no reason. In rehab he was, starts? No. He should and, not and first of all, in spring but, fucking training, like first of all, right. he was getting guys out at a two like at the same clip, throwing ninety seven and you know, his and his off speed pitches at eighty eight, eighty nine. That is perfectly capable of getting two hundred strikeouts, making thirty starts getting you a three sub three ERA, which is all you need to be in this league to be excellent, to be a number one starter, to get paid. Maybe now he's probably sitting there going, maybe he turns it off. Maybe he gets smart and says, all right, now I'm going to be the best pitcher ever. Cause I'm, I'm not auditioning. Like, I don't know. Maybe he's stupid. I don't it's, know. It's days like this and times like these. Thank you. Food fighters. Uh, it's nice. times like these that I wish we had a Tom Glavin or a Jamie Moyer to sit Jacob DeGrom down two, three years ago and be like, baby, what you doing? Like, like, baby, what is you doing? Like, you don't need to throw a hundred miles an hour every time right. out. You yeah. can, you can easily throw something like a 95 and dial it down to an 85. Yeah, yeah, and you get, you get a two seamer at 96 miles an hour. No one's fucking hitting it. Right. Like, right. And then you can throw, then, you can throw, you could toss in four seamers every, you know, once in a blue moon right. here to keep them and, off. But, and then God, hit me with it. And then, yeah, go from a 96 to an 88 to 89 mile an hour changeup. And suddenly I'm unhittable. Like, you could be Greg Maddox if you really wanted to. Matt, if you listen, had the location. Maddox, the, the, the Atlanta starters you just mentioned. You know, people, Glavin, when he was with the Mets, they were living on the paint, on the edges of the plate at 91 miles an hour. There's no reason that ultimately that somebody like Jacob deGrom with the talent and the raw skills he has needs to be able to throw, needs to have to throw, you know, 100 miles an hour. I think it's, it's silly and it's ridiculous. And listen. I, again, I ultimately think that he turned around and said, I'm going to go and th throw my ass off and I don't care if I get hurt because some dumb team is going to give me a, an extra year or two. And that's what happened. I think that's what the Rangers did. They said, here's five years. We we want to build a, a, a we want to build our empire in one one year and let's go. And they're building up and they think they're going to be, you know, nine. They're going to sneak into the playoffs and be really good this year. I think that's what they think. Um, but I, as as a Yankees fan, I would. I didn't want him unless it was two years with the club option for a third. Like I didn't want him for more than two years. I don't. And it's it's a, it's I don't, I think like the Ver, I wanted the Verlander deal for him. So I think a lot I, of whatever. People did. I think a lot of people did. 
Now, I'm not sure what was said. I had to take a quick siesta, but um, as far as from the from, I from, hope you're rested. I we, hope were, you're we, were to, we talked about how Bogart, like the Bogarts and the whole thing with with uh, Raphael Devers and Bogarts was all screwed up with the Red Sox. Yeah, and how no, high in Bloom is not as smart as he thinks he is probably in not. Boston and where they might end up in St. Louis and then Swanson might end up in St. Louis. One of them is going to oh, be boy. in a Cardinal. And then I said, we got to talk about the Mets. And yeah, and, no, you know, I, I listen as far when I heard that the that DeGrom signed with the Rangers five for 185. I was sad that he's gone, but, but five years is a lot of time for a guy who over the last two years made, I think 26 starts Mm -hmm. bingo. And and last year, listen, I'm not going to say the Mets overachieved or underachieved. I think, they were right where I guess they expected them to be. Win. They wise. overachieved in the first half. And they underachieved in the second half. Right. Pro- yeah. And then when it came, but to they the were playoffs. good enough. But but they but they were able to make the playoffs. Like, right. Look, but my, in, in betting parlance, boys, that's called a push. Yeah. And yeah. and in you probably are the, what your record says you and are. And probably in yes. the best division in baseball, you know, in any other division, they win so it they by you know they won hundred games. Right. Like, they won hundred games. Fucking good team. So. So that being said, 101 games, he made 11 starts in those wins, 11 starts in those games. They won 101 games in which he made 11 starts. Eight were good. They won 90 games without him. They won a playoff caliber number of wins without him. So it's it's that's all you need to. That's the analysis. You say it's 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 very difficult to say that. Oh, well. He's gone. Who cares? No, it's a, it's a hole that you need to fill, which they did fill. We'll get to that. But he never even, according to these reports, he never even gave the Mets a chance to counteroffer, which means he didn't want to come back. How can you retain a guy who doesn't want to come back? That's like that, that's where it ends with. That's where it ends with me. If if you say, listen, the Mets offered him reportedly one twenty over three. Okay, the Rangers offered him 185 over five. He could have came back and said, listen, here's what you offered me. Rangers offered me this. What do you here's, have to say? And then the six to 10. <laughs> right. And, the, and then the Mets, could, the Mets could have then now the balls in the Mets court. He never went back to them. He didn't want to go. Sorry. Goodbye. That's the end be, of it. He was done with New York. He didn't. Right. First of all, he doesn't want to be in the pressure cooker. He doesn't want to be. He doesn't want to deal with the the, the media. He's self aware enough to say, "This is not my jam. I'm done. I want to be in. I want to be in baseball, no man's land, and I'm happy with that. And that's fine. If that's his, that's what he his prerogative. You know what? Whatever. Then I don't. You know, Listen, if you're have, a fan, you don't want him. The Rangers hired the Rangers hired Bruce Bochy to and you know to build a winner and all that stuff. So we'll see. And they're gonna be good. Like they're if he's healthy ish. He makes if he makes eighteen to twenty starts, like Kevin said before. Listen, and they're good. They're all quality starts. They, listen, they're going to be good. Listen, they're going to be a force, but any, they're not going to win the L West. But they're going to be pitching, good. Any pitching stats that you throw up there, he's one, two, or three. So right. you know you can't debate his skill when he's healthy. You can't. But the problem is. He's not healthy. He hasn't been healthy. So, you know, when when they said, well, all of this year, all you heard was he's coming back. He's coming back. Don't worry. He's coming back. All-star break. Okay. All-star break came and went. It was another two months before he made a start. So 
And you said, too, where he doesn't need to pitch 102 miles an hour every pitch. Guess what? His first pitch back after not pitching for almost a year and a half (laughs) was 102 (laughs) miles an hour. So what the fuck are we talking about? Okay, I I said I said it earlier while you were uh, coming back from your cat nap. Yeah, sorry. uh, (laughs) Need this news. It's fine. Yeah, no, it's cool. Recharge Uh, the batteries. Ah, you're good. But uh, I like I I hate to reiterate it, man. But like the the reality is, I wish we had a Jamie Moyer or a Tom Glavin or or hell a Mike Maddox. R A Dickey. Yes. Raw decay. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, uh, right. Some old Somebody ass pitcher who can, who can eat innings. Oh, well, that too. Yes. Sat him down to be like, baby, what is he doing? Like, you do yeah. not have to throw 102 miles an hour first game back. You can throw 95 with an 89 mile an hour changeup. Forget, forget first. Kev, forget first game back. First pitch. First pitch. Not, not even first pitch. I'll go you one further. He was in. Freaking Syracuse throwing off. I know throwing in throwing, ga- throw, throwing gas against guys who could, who are never going to see. Who are never going to see? Yeah, who are never going to see more than double A ball. Yeah, and that's why I was. That's why as a Mets fan, I would sit there and say, "Good riddance." You know what? He's just going to blow out his arm. He's going to need Tommy Johns see, in a year and a half. It's not. It's not good riddance. It, it's. It's really not. It's not that I'm glad he's gone. It's just. See, the Mets could have just over grossly overpaid and went, all right, yeah, we'll give you two ten over five. Like, you know, whatever, to just to keep but you. they they would have to have seven starters, like basically signed for you to be okay right. with that. And and they didn't. So you know what? Then what was it? Literally the next day they went out and signed Justin Verlander yeah. to right. a to a short term big money deal. And you know, if you, I think I, it's brilliant. I, I think two what, years, 86 what, million. I think it's perfect. You know what it is? It's a requiem for a dream. We all had a dream that he was going to be the damn guy. Yes, like we all sure. had the dream that DeGrom was going to be our Tom Seaver, and he's not. He's not. Like, we, we thought he would be. We thought he'd be our Tom Seaver. We thought he'd be our guy. We thought this is the guy that we're going to build a statue to outside of the city. And you know and- what? The, the Mets even traded Tom Seaver, so what does that even tell you? So so the, <laughs> the poetic the poetic justice and, and, and bow on this is that the death knell told on the Mets starting pitching, the 2015, the Fab Five, is now all gone. It's all there, gone. I'll be there. No you know more what? Harvey, no more DeGrom, no more Wheeler, no more Syndergaard. You know, someone posted no a picture Mats. of all of them lined up and they were like, oh, my God, what? A, talk about a disaster. Well, no, Harvey, Harvey's, Harvey's career imploded. Syndergaard never would never regain with L.A. Yeah, we did, did, did nothing. Um, Matt's was Matt's was grossly inconsistent. DeGrom was DeGrom and Wheeler letting him go was a mistake. Right. So, yeah. so Wheeler was the only one. Wheeler and DeGrom are the only ones so that the are still t- so the two really out alive of, and kicking. So, so two out of the five were the camp with a camp with a camp miss and Syndergaard to a lesser degree. But Matt's was grossly inconsistent and Harvey can't even stay in the game right now. So well, Syndergaard slept with Alex Cooper and it all went downhill from there. Well, then <laughs> that's the end. That's the end of that then. I mean, he got something. He got something from Alex. Cooper. Well, yeah, he did. I mean, he he got something in a lot of ways, but well, <laughs> diseases I, and everything else. But well, we'll buy that. But well, listen, the, the the Mets replaced him with Verlander, basically. They did. And they did. this is this is a move. This is a win now move. And this is the Steve Cohen. You know, for those who don't know, the Mets' relatively new owner his way of saying, listen, we'll build to win now, but I also want to build a farm system because they're not trading away their prospects. They're they not. took, 
they took a, a picture from the Yankees in the Rule Five draft today. So they're 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 trying to build. They're trying to do the win now but win often type deal. So we're going to win, but we're also going to sustain this success because it's economical to build through the farm system. Because you'll have a guy who, if they're an all star, comes through the farm system. They have six years of control. Judge has, been, Judge has been on the Yankees for 100 years, and now it's finally time for his first big contract. That's the way to build it. But look at it. I you mean, had, you've had six years of Aaron Judge. Right. On discount deals. Yeah. Even though the last couple of years were, you know, 19, 20 million dollars last it's, year, it's discount it was one, deals. It was only last year. Last year was 19 million from arbitration. Right. The year before was one and a half million. Who gives a crap? Right. Exactly. That's nothing. So it's the it's the discount den of you have to bring the guys up through your system because they're under team control. There's not there's money. I guess you could say flexibility or rigidness because there's no negotiations. There's no holdouts. This is what listen, you got. And, and listen, they and you can't blame Steve Cohen. They they replaced. They lost Tyron Walker and he he Jose Quintana. Boom, done. Like, Jose Quintana, and right. now they're supposedly in on this guy uh, Senga from Japan. Supposedly they're in on him. <laughs> I'm, in I'm, on not even, I'm not even. I'm not even. Like gonna, we know. I'm not like even, we fucking know. Let's well, I'm not listen. even going to put. I'm not even going to go through what I what I wrote in the rundown. Well, but listen. Yeah. Well, listen. Supposedly, I got your back. Don't worry. Supposedly they're they're in on him. They posted for him. Supposedly they're in on him. And if you want to really start the the rumor mill for next year, bringing Senga in might open the door to bring in Otani. To be honest with you, how crazy oh, would that be? That would be a goddamn dream. I mean, you want to talk about a contract? Cool. What what are you going to offer Otani? Ten for five hundred? Like he might? See, be. I would I would think he the Mets be. would be like. I think the Mets and the Yankees are hot on Rondon right now. And like, that's the last piece. It could be like, that's the big who, if one of them gets them, then I bet I put money on them for the world series. Uh, Cause then I'd say I, I, Uh, at least with the Mets, if I, for the Mets, maybe not the Yankees, cause the Yankees would basically be back to square one. Rondon is another one with like, he, this is the first year he was injury free. So you don't know. Well, like if I was the Mets, like, Granted, he he ended up going to St. Louis, and it was a great move. Like that's a great Yadier Molina replacement. But Wilson Contreras for five eighty seven was a big deal. That's like, such a fucking like, deal. That's like such a that, big, that's, that's I can't believe five deal. years eight five years eighty under a hundred million. They're paying them under twenty million less than twenty million a year in today's market. That's basically ten million. That's five for fifty. You know, twenty years and, ago. And 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 you made the point earlier. You're like, JT Real Muto is top two top three he's, Wilson five, Contreras, he's fourth or fifth Wilson, Wilson he's there is the, Wilson right, he's Contreras in the conversation he's yeah, in the he's conversation the yeah, yeah he's the other dude in that conversation so like right so you're getting I, him 20 you're getting him for 10 million dollars less a year than than real moves right. getting right now with philadelphia right so, i mean like you know st louis is going to be not nasty this next year they're going to be real tough I dare, I dare my pick to win the Central and NL Central. I'll tell you that. I mean, they have a good lineup: Goldschmidt, no, no, Arenado. You know, they're going to be, they're going to be so good. Arenado underperformed. They're going to be so good. But yeah. who, which, uh, of the guys left on the, you know, unsigned? Like, I'll read you, I'll read you some of the names just so we know. So, so right now we have for we have Correa unsigned, Bogarts unsigned, Nimmo. Rodone, Dansby Swanson. Not to cut you uh, off there, Art, but Nimmo needs to come back. Well, the Mets need Nimmo to come back. Yeah, they because do. because yeah, he's their he's their. I wouldn't say you know spark plug, but he's their leadoff hitter. If he doesn't come back, he, the Mets team is not 
is, no, they're taking they, a step back. Then. They're not improved. They, they they take a step back if he they lose him and they and there's but, nobody there's nobody you can it's not like you're gonna sit there and say oh I'm gonna sign Michael Brantley like that's not no. that's not a replacement. No, Billy, Billy Hamilton's an on base guy, but he's you know not that good. I mean he's, a healthy guess, a healthy Benintendi would be a good replacement. But, for him, but, but is that your is are, that your that's your replacement and he's not healthy. So right, and I don't think the Yankees are. I think the Yankees are going to resign him to the, a team. I guess the deal. argument. The, the argument now is for both Contreras and for Brett Batty, or rather Contreras and for uh, Brandon Nimmo, is how much do you trust Francisco Alvarez and Brett Batty? Like, because that, uh, that's, te- that's what you're telling me now. I mean, you're if the, me the, your scout, you're that's their me. scouting department saying that they fucking took a step I forward. Mean, I mean, Alvarez is probably going to, he's definitely getting the spring training invite. He might make the team right. as the backup. You know, but that's what you're telling me now. You're telling me I don't want to sign Wilson Alvarez, uh, Wilson Contreras, because I believe enough in Francisco Alvarez that I think he's going to get playing time in 2020. It's one of those things. Well, it's like I said, they want to win now, but win often. So they're going right. to try. They're going to start the clock on Alvarez probably and see where this goes. I mean, eventually the kid's got to come up. He's been mashing the ball in the minors. So sure. you got to bring him up. But, you know, now it's time. But you know, and 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 on the other end, like like you said, like you're not bringing Nimmo back. Are you putting Batty in the outfield and saying, "All right, look, we're gonna we're gonna make a, a, a shot at this because he's MLB ready." It's gonna be a it's gonna be a tough call. A team, a team that's trying that's to win, a, right? Win trying to team. win now. No, that's that's no. not good you, enough. You, no. I don't think you should, but like, is that the message that they're trying to send us at this point? Like, we're going to well, try to build I, somewhat from the farm system. Well, it, listen, if they turn around and sign, you know, they they sign one of the other position player, big name free agent position players, and they and they re-sign Nimmo, and maybe they get another starting pitcher, a lower a lower end but decent starting pitcher. Okay, like, all right, right I could right. I could I could eat that then, but like. If you get rid of Nimmo and you're like, oh, let's just let Brett Beatty play, and like, oh, you know, you're not, you're, you're not, you're not filling out the depth uh, at the other positions. That, uh, you know, it's I'm tough. Just, I'm just happy we didn't make a run for Bellinger. To be honest with you, like that's, that's seventeen million for a dead nut. horse. I mean, it's nuts. a one year deal, so it's whatever. But did you guys see the Josh Reddick tweet? I did not. I saw what you wrote, oh, but I did not God. see it. That was funny as shit. So Josh Reddick comes out and says, maybe I should have hit 200 and struck out 150 times because I would be getting wow. tw- uh, $20 million too. Wow. It was, it was petty, but it was glorious. Talking about uh, f- scorched earth. <laughs> I respect it. Like, if you're going to do it, go all out. Like, Yeah, I guess. Right now, SNY has a piece. Um, oh, no, that's, that's, that's different. Never mind. That's an old one. 23 starting lineup. So you're thinking <laughs> this person predicted Trey Turner? That's hilarious. Good job, dude. I mean, it was. I mean, it wasn't a bad thing, but I you never even heard that the Mets were in on him. So no. So it's one of those things where if he never even gave you the time of day, it's what you, you were never in on it. So you can't you can't be out of something you were never in on. You know. Uh, but that's the thing. Like we haven't heard enough about who the Mets are in on. Like maybe we're in on Rodone. Maybe we're not. Maybe we're in on Swanson. Maybe Do you think they're not. trying to go after somebody like like Correa and say could move to third? I don't know. But again, are you you going to give it another right. three hundred million dollar deal? I don't know. But, but I know you have right. Lindor already, and it's like no, ooh. But, 
But if why move Correa to third if I could just sign Rafael Devers and put him at third? Like he's there, he's readily available. Right. And he's a bat. You know Correa, what I mean? Because like, Correa is, is he younger? I don't remember. But Correa can Correa play third? A good third? Probably not. Like he's serviceable, sure, but like. Am I maximizing the talent for Carlos Correa if I put him at third? Like I would trust Dansby Swanson. Oh, is only a lot more at third. Yes, yeah, so I would bring would... in. I would do Dansby Swanson. Devers, I wouldn't mind that. Devers is twenty six. This is interesting. Not valued very high though. It's got a good WAR though. I mean, it, it's arguable. Like, uh, but to the point. Like, we don't hear about us being in on any of these guys like the the most we've heard is we're on we're in on some japanese pitcher that nobody's heard of like that that's the most rumor we've heard now and like i couldn't tell you who kodai senga is that his name kodai yeah I, I couldn't kodai tell you who senga. he is i've, I've never watched didn't hear him about pitch. him until literally today yeah i've never I watched him t- pitch i've never seen him play Dude, I couldn't tell you who if I saw him on the street, I I wouldn't know who he is. Of course, that, that's the reality. Of course like, not. Yeah, but like at like all right, but like, what's his name? Uh, Otani. Who, who was the? No, not Otani. The guy from the Boston Red Sox who who used to be the pitcher for that. Oh, Dice K Matsuzaka. Dice K Matsuzaka. Like, but like at, at least Dice K, we knew what he was before he came here. Like we had seen some of him, like something yeah. of him before he came here. Like this this guy. At least Otani. Otani, we knew about six months before he was came to you. Right. Like, right. like and yeah. people. And people had seen him in like the World Baseball Classic stuff like that, and people were like, "Oh, okay, like right, this guy could be thing. good, yeah, right, yeah." But like, there, there's like, I'm sure there's tape, but like, how readily available is that tape on this guy? Nobody knows. It's like, in the it's in the team scouting department. That's how readily available it is. That's that's really it. That's what it comes down to. Fair, fair. Like that's really it. You got to trust that your team that's going for him has done the research and they're confident in him. Because remember. The Red Sox signed Daisuke Matsuzaka, and uh, the Yankees went for Kei Agawa, and look how that turned out. Kei Agawa. Agawa that's okay. a name. You know, Thank posting you. fee and a big contract, and he never made it past, you know, he pitched for the Yankees a couple of times and never made it out of the minors. Like, you know, that was bad. he was the richest man in the minors probably for a long time. Hideki Arabu. Yeah, that's Hideki a name. Matsui. World well, Series Mats- MVP. But yeah, but, but he was but a commodity, like Matsui, like though. Ichiro, like Ichiro when he came over. Yeah. Like he, he was a commodity. He's Godzilla. You, you know, you knew you knew enough about Matsuya to be like, all right, this guy's gonna rake. You know what I mean? And, and same sure, thing with Ichiro. Sure did. Oh, I mean, awesome. I mean, the I guess the guy is the guy on the Cubs now, like the the guy who came in from last year from from Japan. What's his name? Oh, I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking about, but I don't know his name. That's terrible. His name. Uh, Suzuki, Seiya Suzuki. Oh, yeah, Nobody yes. knew about Seiya Suzuki until he came uh, last year. And then once he came here, he had a slow start, but he picked up. You hope that you get the same type of like adjustment from a Kodai Senga and stuff like that. But who knows, man? Like, the NPB is such. NPB is such an unknown commodity, man. Like, it, it's, I don't know. Yeah. Like, that's the way it goes. 
they're an unknown. So we'll see what happens with the rest of uh, free agency. I think the hot stove will cool off of, until like maybe. Well, next some of the, week. the some of the big dominoes have fallen. So yeah, you, there might be a little cooling off. Now, I think now that Judge, everyone's going to say, "Whoa, with Judge, you know, we got to re, re, reset the market and see then where everybody else is." Right. Fair. You know, value is. Um. Can we, before we on. On, before we move on, can we just take another quick break, real quick? Sure, sure. You don't mind? Five minutes. This will be quicker. I promise. Okay. I'm gonna get right. drink then. So. All right. Good. Be right back. Go now. Now commercial break. Um, yeah. Let's do it. This meeting is being recorded. All right. And so moving on, uh, moving on to the NFL boys. Uh, crazy week so far. Um, crazy week of games, crazy week it's, as far as stories and as far as uh, tidbits to go for. Uh, first up, we had the Bills against the Patriots. Bills right at the ship. Pats looked like garbage. Pats are an inconsistent team. You know, they're a 500 team. They are what they are. You know, it is. Yeah. They, they are exactly what the record says they are there. They're, okay. frustra- they're a frustrating team. They should be better, but they're they not. Sh- yeah, but they don't have a really, they don't have consistent play at the quarterback, and their defense is meh. That's you know, the their problem. Defense is well coached, but not a lot of talent, and they don't have they don't have a lot of weapons on offense. So they're they're okay. They're just very okay. Yeah, that that's probably about as accurate as you can get. They're very okay. Yeah, <laughs> and the Bills look like they they you know they re, they re grab number one seed in the AFC, and they uh you know, with the chiefs losing and they look okay. You know, they look like they're, they, they're back. They were, they were focused. Uh, Josh Allen was not fucking around and they, uh, they look like they're taking care of business, which doesn't bode well for the jets this Sunday, but we'll get to that. Right. Uh, moving on Steelers against the Falcons Steelers uh, make it two in a row. They're not that bad of a team. They're improving. It's, it's weird. They don't want to be good, but they're not great. They're not a great team. They're not a bad team. They're again, they're they're very okay, but they managed to win some of these games. Kenny Pickett looks like I think he could be their quarterback. He's just gotta, you know, improve, but he's a rookie, so you know it's only his first year. And it's only had what a handful of starts. Right. Did you see George Pickens yelling at his offensive coordinator on the sideline? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what to make of Pickens this year. I mean, wildly inconsistent, I feel like. Yeah, I would yeah. agree with that sentiment. You know, I mean, does not does not deserve. Uh, not do you, that you, level. you can't you can't command the ball when you're, you know, I, I don't know. I just I saw a meme online that said George Pickens is either going to end up getting arrested or he's going to end up being a perennial Pro Bowler. Like, there's no in between. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> That's funny. That's accurate as heck. I mean, look at all, look at all those Steelers receivers, man. It's uh, it's a trend. Yeah, I guess it doesn't end well usually for most of them. I don't know. Yeah, something's in the water, you know. Possibly. Gangling. 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 <laughs> Very. Not. A, I wouldn't say York, un- PA. York, PA, native. <laughs> like what? Yeah, I, I drove by the Yingling distillery, the brewery, all the time. I wouldn't say it was an un, it's an underrated beer, but it's a it's a very okay beer. How about that? It's better. I I think it's better than Heineken for a green sure. bo- as a green bottle beer. It's better than mm-hmm. Heineken. Fair enough. I mean, Fair. 
I, I don't know. I have a thing about Heineken. It's there's I, it's I don't know. It's not Schlitz. <laughs> it's not Schlitz. Ro- and roll nothing. Nothing is. Nothing is Schlitz. <laughs> be Schlitz. Nothing is. All right. Well, moving uh, on. Moving, moving on. So speaking about uh, slops. <laughs> Did you say shit? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, let's ride. I mean, yeah, uh, let's ride on that slop. That game probably set football back about 300 years, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was horrible, bro. Oh, it my was, God. I was Look. honestly looking at that game, and I was just looking at the score, and I'm like, the Ravens are really losing to this team. They're losing. Well, Lamar no- was hurt. Lamar got hurt, but he wasn't playing well. Even, but I mean, but no, hurt. but he wasn't playing well. I mean, it's even they should have been up 17 nothing before he got hurt. You, like, you can't, you can't, you can't get better than you can't get more than three points. And then also for not for nothing that's for the Broncos. Good, that's how good the Broncos defense can be. Can we're, be. We're talking can about be. we're talking about you should score more points. I mean, you can only get nine points against the Ravens. I mean, you I know, know, that's, uh, that's the bigger tragedy. Is they're not that's like they they should have 14, you know, like two touchdowns, you know, 13. They should have scored at least a couple of three field goals and a touchdown was should not be that hard against that that defense right now. It shouldn't be. But as I wrote in here, Broncos to the phantom zone. Just can we stop talking about that? Like, yeah, they're done. I mean, <laughs> they're done. like enough of this. Enough Ra- Ravens of this. are Ravens to me are a first round exit team in the playoffs, by the way. Yeah. They're yeah. very middling. Like their their record is they're, they're a little. They're not as good as their records. They, bl- they, they, they blow leads and. Again, you struggle against a what a three win team, three win Bronco team, inferior opponent. Yeah, these these they're not they're not inconsequential teams. Moving on, next. Yeah, moving on. Man, all right. So I had a four leg parlay on this game. Oh Oh, boy, fuck! I'm so sorry. And uh, I'm so sorry. The parlay, the parlay was 159 plus yards for Justin Fields. It was 44 and a half points over under. It was a anytime touchdown for Justin Fields, eee. and it was a money line Chicago Bears win until about four minutes in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I was that. winning a hundred fifty bucks, and and then and then eighteen straight fourth quarter points by the Green Bay Packers. She had it in her mouth, and then the kid walked in. <laughs> I hate to say it, but it's true. It was it, you were you were jamming and you were slamming, and, and the kid walked in. And then the kid walked in. And listen, Aaron Rodgers said it. Whether it was the, I forget it was whether it was post game or whether it was a, after the fact or whatever. He said Chicago's like his second home. Mm. It's he's dominated the Bears, even though the Packers are garbage this year. 18 fourth quarter points. They send the Bears to their sixth loss in a row. The Packers are not going to save their season with this win, but it's just funny how, like, even in their worst of times, the 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 Packers still find a way to beat the Bears. Wasn't it against the Bears where he came out, scored a touchdown, and said, "I own you"? Yes, that was last right. year. That was last year. Yeah, well, I know. think that was like towards the end of the season last was year. It, wasn't that the sure. discount double check game? I believe it was. That's it a lot was. of discount double check games against the Bears. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> You know, they beat them in the NFC Championship game in Soldier Field back in what, 2011, 2010, oh, whatever yeah. season that was. Oh, God. So, you know, let's just 
let's just keep that rolling. But like I said, the, the Packers aren't Packers well, are going to save their season. Wow, I just dated myself. Justin Fields looks pretty good. Looks, I don't know. Looks like the real deal, I guess. Could we put him on a better team? Probably not. I, I wish we could. Like, uh, can we build around this guy? Are they gonna? I don't know. I guess the NFL season's weird. They're not yeah. going to be able to do it in one felt soup unless they um they they have some picks. They have decent draft capital this year, but we'll you know by by trading you know we're trading what's his face the defensive end the you know why yeah. we get them in the first place guy, um you know, meh, meh, meh. I, I feel like I'm I, I feel like I'm feeling that way towards that whole division. Meh, like even the Vikings. Yeah. Like, like, meh. But Vikings are listen the Jets. On the road in Minnesota, where Braxton Berrios not fucking you know fumbling a ball okay catch away from beating the Vikings at home. Like I know the Jets are not a world beaters. Like Vikings are not ten and, a ten and two powerhouse team. They're good. They're just not that good. They are bend not break defense. And boy, did they it, fucking bend. They bent pretty was, hard on that one. I mean, yeah, they let up the the late Mike White rushing touchdown that wasn't a touchdown but then when you saw the replay was like barely a touchdown but then when you saw the replay you're like no it's totally a touchdown right 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 but like you know listen led the charge they had a i wrote a valiant effort but it's it just wasn't enough you know but he ran out of time they ran out of time no he they ran out right they they dug too big of a hole they ran out of time but i I agree kev that he's your guy the rest of the year 100 barring injury or you know something catastrophic he unless you know unless he has a horrible game, you know against the Bills coming up. But like I think, like you said, even he, if he throws, even if he throws for a hundred, a buck eighty five, he's probably still you know, the guy. Yeah, no, like you can't. He's got. Can't believe it's in him. They love like, him. They fucking hate. It's more so that they love him. They love him, but, but they, they hate Zach Wilson, hate Zach Wilson, Wilson. <laughs> and they're not going back to him in less than a they month. They hate. They hate Zach Wilson more, which to me is amazing. Like, what did he do? Probably well, fucked three of their moms. Like he you know, might have, like, uh, he might have, and it's just, Mormon man. Is it just one of those things where it's like <laughs> maybe he just came in and he was so arrogant because he's like, you know, the, the young rich kid and never. Yeah, not, not I, I don't rich. think not I don't think rich. that's what he's happened. Got Jeff Blue money. Yeah, he's, he's got, got air. I think the money. problem is, is that he walked in. Hey, hey, I have a Delta Delta Airlines credit card. Leave me alone. Right, I have a Jeff Blue <laughs> credit card. I know. Right, listen, I think. He I'm not on your level. I have Southwest. It's fine. Oh, yeah, you're, yeah. Don't even talk to me. You low class pet, you peasant. Yeah, Southwest peasant. You guys get to pick your seats. Oh shit! What's that like? Yeah, pick my seat. I get I get free access to the Sky Sky Club for fifty dollars oh, a person. Wow, oh, my God. Like, that's wow. so bougie. bougie. I don't even have one of those. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> I think uh, I think Zach Wilson walked into the Jets and. Because he he his family is worth that much. Like he exists on a, he is on a different plane of existence in terms of like the life he leads and where he thinks he probably just doesn't yeah. know how to associate with people who don't have the money he has. And he's like yeah. an athletic kid yeah. and he knows how to play football, but he just like he doesn't care. Like I just don't get the sense that he fully like he would die if he doesn't play well. Like you know he doesn't he have that he's, I'm fucked if I don't play well. well. He's a more well-adjusted Johnny Menzel. Yeah, no, Possibly. and he's polished. He's a polished and well-adjusted Johnny Menzel. Right, he's not. He knows do... like he has to try. And he cares, but he doesn't. 
it's not he does he eats tomorrow if he's kicked out of the NFL and he's he eats meaning like he still gets to drive the 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 you know the bends and he still gets to fly wherever he wants and his parents' private jet still comes and picks him up. He doesn't Can we care. Call him Mormon Mantel? Is that, is that sure. a thing? Mormon I, Mantel? Hashtag Mormon Mantel. Okay. Oh my god. That's fine. That's funny. That's good. That's funny. So yeah, Wait. back to the Jets Vikings game. Jets they they made it they made it look good at the end, but they they played like crap. For, they the, played like crap for right. three quarters, and then they played had a good fourth quarter. Vikings, right. Vikings defense knows how to bend like bend over and take it up the butt, but they don't they don't break <laughs> they don't break. No, they don't I, break. It was and amazing. Four fucking field goals. They don't break. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, I don't I don't believe in them at all. Like I no, nah, they're they're another I first can't. round exit. Yeah, no, I agree with that. How sad uh, is that? Mm. Moving on, uh, or Greg have, Giannani. Mm, we cares. have the Jags against the Lions. The, that Lions team, man, that, high powered offense. Football, that's a good football. Ready to show team. Turf. You ain't kidding. <laughs> Let's go. You ain't kidding. Oh my go. God! Start the my daily fantasy week lineup this week is just going to be their entire starting offense. The, like Jared Goff, three forty two touchdowns. I mean, Jamal Williams has fourteen touchdowns so this year. <laughs> He's got more than a touchdown per game. That's insanity. 14 touchdowns this year. I mean, and and they don't even have their their rookie wide receiver, Jamison Williams, at like full strength. They're they're slow slow rolling him back. I mean, he tore his ACL in the championship game uh, last year against Alabama. Yeah, against Alabama. No. Yes. Yes. They have to win next year. They have to win this division. They it would be a disappointment if they're not competing. If they're not twelve wins, if they're next not year. competing for the division next year, yes, I would say it's, it's a disappointment. A disappointment. Oh, no, not yeah. competing because like, you have an aging Packers team, specifically the quarterback, and a Bears team that just doesn't look ready. The Bears team is a year behind where the Lions are right now, and a Vikings least. team that is probably overachieving this right. year. So next year right. you should be competing. You should be competing with the Vikings for the division. Look, honestly. I, 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 I think this is the dad pot sports like early like tidbit got like buy into the pet into the lions next year, guys. Like buy your buy your lions futures. Buy your yeah. lions futures now, <laughs> baby. But a hundo, let's go. That's it. On that Dad, plus twenty thousand dollars Super Bowl pick, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> but they they look tremendous though on all they offense. do, they like, look excellent. They it, do. It, like and, and it's not just one guy, like you said, like everybody's contributing and it's just wild. Like you have a two-headed monster in Swift and Williams. You like Goff is found the fountain of youth somehow, and like they love him. Everybody in that locker room loves Jared Goff. Yes, he's, and he's, they love Jared. He's a dude. They love Jared Goff, and they're playing hard for their coach, MCDC. They're playing hard oh. for <laughs> MCDC. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> Motor City Dan Campbell, man. That's everybody. It. Dan Campbell dude. is a G. I would love to be. It is, I, a, it is. A, I would dude. run through a wall. Yeah, I would yeah we all would. Understood. It's I am moment. not looking forward to when the Jets have to play Detroit in two weeks. I'm that's not. gonna be a good game. It should, that, that, it should be a good a test for the defense, to be honest with you. Well, the way they're playing, because right now the Lions are hot. And let's some, flex that game. <laughs> flex it in, flex it out. You, you're putting sauce who are you putting sauce gardener on? You putting on Raymond or same, you putting them on uh or St. Probably probably St. Brown. But but be. sauce doesn't travel though. He he hangs out. No, they don't she doesn't travel. Yeah, he's not Revis, he doesn't travel. So that's true. So because because what's his face on the other side is like pretty good too. Like right. he's in the, 
you got two, two you got you got Revis and Cromartie volume two, basically. That's right now. Cool. That's high praise. That's high praise. Uh, it's early. It's, yeah, but like sauce, sauce has been sauce that fucking be that good. good. Sauce, has be been, that sauce good. has been that good. I will admit, yes, he has been that good. But we mentioned flex games. Uh, these, these two teams have been flexed into prime time. Yeah, baby. The Giants and Commanders. Tommies, get, Tommies and Giants. Let's basically kissed their sister on Sunday and tied. It was disgusting. I mean, the Giants gave up a late touchdown. Like, just let them march right down the field. And not even an ounce of defense and tie the game. Okay. Go to overtime. No one wanted to score. I think the Giants screwed up by taking one of their timeouts a little bit too early. But in the end, he had a 58-yard field goal, which Gano has hit before and just came up about six yards short, like just noodle. It was, it was short. It was, it was like it was, surprising. It was surprisingly, it was surprisingly short. short. You knew it was it was on the line, but it was surprisingly short. But again, they shouldn't have been in that position anyway. So I wouldn't say Daniel Jones played great. Played okay. Played Saquon, good enough to win the game. Good enough to win the game. Had that nice pass to Slayton. Slayton then said, you know, there was another pass where he said he stopped running. He probably should have kept running. Would have caught the ball. You I, know. Hate, I hate the fact that I see at least one of those plays every game in the NFL where it's like, Listen, why did you stop running? Specifically, the Giants. We're just talking about them right now. The the wide receiver core is just not not good. They have it's, to they have to beef it up with the offseason. You got to draft. You got to draft a wide receiver. You got to draft some linemen. At, you need help. You need a bona fide number one. You don't have that right now. And and don't give me OBJ like. Yeah, that's nothing. That's a non. That's a non. -thing. You need a you need a guy like Justin Jefferson. You need a guy like Jamar Chase. You need a guy that sure. you Devontae Adams. You need a guy who know you throw the ball up to nine times out of ten he's coming down with it. They had that in Hakeem Nicks. They had that in Plaxico Burris. They had that in OBJ when he was healthy and not crazy. You know. <laughs> They don't have that now. They haven't had that. And it's, you know, and teams know that now. I've said it a thousand times. They can't throw their way out of the game. They can't right, throw they their way. The, they nope. stack the box and say, dare them me. to throw. They play cover two, stand straight up Tampa two, and they go, all right, well, you're going to run the ball. So we're not scared of you. If, you. if you do throw it, fine, we'll adjust. Right. And they I mean, don't. They were wearing what? The 1995 uniforms? Oh, 85. And 85 uniforms. I love those stars. uniforms. Those, those things, things are, are fucking sweet. Fucking awesome. They're so but sweet. They, but they found 1985 ways to win. Yeah. Or rather to lose the damn game. Like <sighs> to tie. hundred percent. And that's the that's the problem. I have a problem with the 10 minute overtime, honestly, if you're asking if you want to know, to be honest. I think it's so fagazy. <sighs> you know, I, the five, I don't the five minutes less of overtime is not gonna make or break anyone's health. So I no, I understand. It's just you know what it's one of those things where it's like we just want the game to end. Right. Yeah, but you also had the opportunity to win that damn game. So it wasn't the clock. Right. It's it not the clock. Yeah, they didn't just run out of time. They each team had what two possessions in overtime and right. they blew and they blew it. So I'm still in favor in the regular season of the uh, the field goal kick, the field goal off. Just have him kick from 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. Till someone misses. Till someone misses. Welcome, everybody, to the XFL. Exactly. Yes. We'll run relay Welcome races. to regular season hockey. Bro, the shootout. Bro, we just put the ball at midfield, have the fastest guy on one I team, the fastest That's guy the on the other team, and just 
freaking like run us. I remember a minute one of the XFL. I remember steal the bacon. (laughs) Exactly. Steal the bacon. Exactly. Oh my god. Sorry about the XFL. No, it's okay. (laughs) Doesn't doesn't what what's his name on it now? What's his face? Uh Vincent Man, it's coming back next year. Again. They um they they were having guys on the radio today from like they were interviewing guys that were that are like involved in it. Um Wayne Krebet is involved in the XFL, I believe. Interesting. And, um, Wayne, what are you doing? Making <laughs> money that he doesn't yeah, he's have anymore. Making, making money that he didn't make when he was in the league. Let's be honest. When he was getting 19 concussions. Fair. Fair enough. Uh, uh, staying in the AFC East, the Tennessee Titans against the Philadelphia Eagles. Good game. AJ Brown Actually, revenge game. Yes, I, 100%. he looked tremendous. Tremendous. He had a, such a good game. They fired the GM of the Titans. <laughs> they did. Ah, John Robinson is gone. They that fired was, him. That was well worth it because how dare you? How could the fuck? Why would that? How do you let that happen? How do you do that? I, you know, and it's funny. Not that long ago, AJ Brown came out and said, "And you thought I was the problem?" Like, you know. They traded him. I, you know, it just came out of nowhere, and then the Eagles signed him to a big deal, and he's done nothing but produce this year. Yeah, he's a machine. He's had a good. I mean, he's had a good season. On the other side, what Devontae Smith had a, also had hundred plus yards too. Yeah, both had hundred plus yards. Brown had two touchdowns. Smith had a touchdown. The Eagles are just rolling. Jalen Hurts looks. He looks good. Phenomenal. He's 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 definitely he's in your the MVP, MVP front runner. Yeah, yeah, he's in the MVP conversation, if not taking the lead. He's definitely in the conversation now. I, I am impressed. I the more I see of him, the more I'm like, damn, he's yeah. gotten better. He got he's gotten much better this year. He, like he put it all together. He put like, it. He click. It's clicking. There. He still. He'll still have a sh- a stinker game here and there, but like he's putting it together like nine games out of ten at this point. I yeah. feel like this is the Jalen Hurts that we saw like putting it all together when he went to Oklahoma. Like that year that he was at Oklahoma, and he like, oh, he I know how to blew, play starting just, quarterback now. Right. That, well, that's I mean, crazy. right. He was able to. He had enough time and vision to, to, and he had skill position receivers everywhere. He, yeah, yeah. right. Uh oh, God, why? Uh, <laughs> Cleveland Browns against the Houston Texans. Yeah, he just Ron Watson, Watson played. Back. Yeah, he, he yeah. played about as well as I th- or poor as I thought he would. Rusty. It was He's about a rusty his, spoon. That's it. It's exactly what I expected. He wasn't going to come out and throw for 500 yards and, you know, and four touchdowns. I, I, right. he, he hasn't played in, you know, two years. So, like, right. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't expect I didn't expect much. Right. But well, the Browns are a good enough team to beat a bad Houston team and not to cut it off short, but there's really not much more to say about it. The, the Houston, Houston stinks. If, if there Houston. wasn't a Nick Chubb on that team, that game would have been atrocious. That game would have been worse than Broncos against. Oh yeah, probably, probably. Uh, What we got? Uh, Seattle Seahawks against the LA Rams. Well, that game was closer than we thought, but, but they, you know, the better team won. DK Metcalf had the late touchdown. Gino is thrusting himself probably into the front runner of comeback player of the year. Amazing. 367, three touchdowns. He looked looks like, good. 
he he's looking he's looking good. He's a keep Pete Carroll figured Pete Carroll figured him out, and you know, I guess uh, let's ride. Strong. Russell Wilson is uh, was the problem after all. He he's every he's, week, man. Every week we go through this, and every week we say the same. We damn say thing. the same thing. We repeat ourselves over and over again. Russell Wilson leaving the Seahawks might have been the greatest thing ever. I can't. I it's just it baffles. It's baffling. It really is. Yeah, I don't understand. Geno Smith's completion percentage. Take a guess. It's in the seventies. It's so six seventy-eight. Something like that. It's now 70, 73. Cool. Which is it's, insane. Which is but it's, fucking, but it's in the se- yeah. I knew it was in the seventies. He's thrown thirty-one hundred yards, twenty-two touchdowns. Oh my god, seventy-two, seventy-two point seven percent. But Eight like, yards per the, attempt, twenty-two touchdowns, six picks. Come on. But this is the guy you thought you were going to get when he came out of West Virginia. Like this is the yes. this quarterback we all thought he was going to be when he came out of West Virginia. And you know what? Maybe he yeah. just needed that much more time to develop and mature, or maybe it's just the right system for him. It's well, he's got. Um, listen, he's got I a mean, good system and good players. Uh, also helps. Him. He's got good wide receivers. He's got yeah, Metcalf. He's got uh, what's his Goodwin. name? Lockett. He's got Goodwin, and he's got a good running game. I mean, Ken Walker went down with an injury. Actually, the whole basically the whole running the stable of backs. For the, for the Seahawks went down with with an injury, but he's got a good running game and that helps a quarterback out. So and he's you got know, a check down. He's got Noah Font as a as a check down as a check end, as right? as the safety valve, if you will. Yeah, he's right. got a good safety valve. So, and he's also got Drew Locke and nobody else behind him as right. his backup. He's not like you know when he was a giant. Like he's not looking over his shoulder. Yeah, he's not looking over. He's not looking over his shoulder for a job. And I think Pete Carroll is also like credit to Pete Carroll, he's also given him the confidence to be like, this is your team. Like, he's not he's not wavering from Gino at any point. Like, he's right. essentially given him the keys to the car and being like, drive it and see how far you can get with it. Right. Seahawks are going to be an interesting team when playoffs roll around. Yeah, I would not want to yeah. play them in the playoffs. I, 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 you don't want to, like, yeah, you don't, they're going they're, they're to be a buzzsaw. Like, they're going to, could be, gonna put up points. Yeah, absolutely. And right. uh, Next. Chiefs against Bengals. That was that was a fun one. That was that was a good one. That was a good. That was that was probably uh, probably that we got our money's worth on that one. Yeah. yeah, you know, I agree with that. The Bengals continue the Chief domination, though. Like, I think that's their third straight win in 2022 against them. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> they so. can't figure them out, man. They cannot figure out the Bengals, and. Samaje, no, go ahead. Right. Yeah, Jamar Chase came out, comes off the IR, and just picks up right where he left off. Like never even a, not even a hesitation. Um, Samaje Pirine has seemed to found the fountain of youth, and looks like a number one back all of a sudden. You know, he's been sitting on the waiver wire all year, and like, who would have known that that would have been the greatest pickup? That's probably going to win people leagues. Yeah, yeah, you're not lying. Like that, that one pickup is going to put money in people's pockets like absolutely it's it, it had to have won somebody a, a week because he's one of those guys where you, you're getting points when you never thought you were going to get any points he's got what 330 330 yards or the past right. two weeks i like think that? in two in, yeah in two or three weeks he's got 300 yards and like it seemed like feels like three or four touchdowns yeah no you're absolutely right it's like three or four touchdowns it's four, four, four. Is it four? Okay. all right so there you go so it is four so uh, listen I think the Bengals are 
I think they've still underachieved this year, but I think maybe they're maybe this win will boost them a little bit. They'll get hot. Are they playing the like, Browns next? They are going to get so. Hot. So yeah. that's listen. You win one, and then you win two, and then you win a third one. That's a winning streak. Right. <laughs> you know. The the scary the scary thing is is Jamar Chase. That was his like you said. That was his first game back. Like the man was still rusty. If that's what he looks like, rusty. Yeah. The, like, yeah. I, I don't want to see what he looks like. Good. Right. Like I I I dog Jamar Chase for a little bit uh, as far as like being hurt and this and that and like not being injury well, being injury prone, not being able to stay on the field. But like when he's on the field, he might be the best guy in the NFL. That's true. Yeah. Like. It's it's him or Jefferson uh, back and forth, and it's like it's them and nobody else, not even close. The LSU and, boys, yeah, LSU was was blessed. stacked, stacked, stacked. God, that team was so good. That was the all time great team. That team, yeah. I don't think people realize how good that team is. Like, I think in ten years we're gonna go back and go, you know, that team fucking dominated the SEC. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't think people realize Jamar Chase sat out. He sat out his senior year or whatever his last his his, his right. NFL eligible year. Right. He sat out that year and he's still dominating the NFL. Like right. that is it's insane. Ungodly. Mm-hmm. Insane. Um, talking about top receivers, uh Chargers against the Raiders. Devontae Adams, man. Well, this is what we thought was gonna happen. Yeah, this, exactly this, to, this should have happened in week three. Like, you know, this we, took we this talked, took three months too long. All you talked about, well, not us, but all you heard was that Carr and Adams are were college roommates and they got great chemistry and no one was more excited than these two to get together and the whole thing. And it just never got anywhere. And then finally this week, it was like, oh, how you doing? Yeah, you know they so were. Wild, the wild thing is, is that more than half of cars passing yards went to Devonte Adams. The, but there you go. But that, as it should, though. Like if you have Devonte Adams, like yeah, but no, nah, not as it should. Not in today's NFL when you should be throwing over two fifty. Okay, but you, but when one seventy seven went to one guy, which is okay. amazing and great. Sure, he, he was his you, fantasy fantasy beast this this week. Sure, week. but when when you don't have Waller. When Renfro has underproduced, mm-hmm. when Josh Just... Jacobs was getting eight people in the box, like you got to go to somebody, and it's gonna be Demonte Adams. And like, if you have no other choice, that that's why you sign him for. That's why you get more money for. And interesting though, like Devonte Adams, over twelve, will have thirteen hundred yards, fourteen hundred yards of receiving, you know. And has and has caught twelve touchdowns this year. Oh, he'll he's get his. He's got his very good year. He's got his numbers. It's just the problem is he's on an on an underachieving team, so it feels like he's not having a great year. Like they were down ten nothing in this game, and then they came back and just scored twenty seven, basically twenty seven unanswered points. Yeah, the problem is Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is going to get his like that. That's not an issue. Right, it's the rest. They're they're missing their all star tight end. Then Hunter Renfro is not the way he was last year. And I don't know, wherever McDaniels goes, this team's kind of tend to stink. So, you know, I, I, I really don't know. I don't understand why the people keep hiring him. No, they do. I mean, the Colts hired him and then he resigned before he even, you know, he pulled a Bill Belichick. But, you know, I don't know. We'll see. All right. We'll All see. Right. It's just finally nice to see 
what we thought was going to happen yeah. between a quarterback and a wide receiver actually finally happened. Yeah. True. All right. Uh, all right. All right, Arthur. Give me, give me uh write the eulogy, Go. please. Dolphins bang, 49ers. Well, bang, bang, Niner gang. Go ahead. Well, the good news is the Niners won the game. The good news. That's about it. The good news. Um, and we heard yesterday that there's a, or this morning, that there's a outside chance that Jimmy G can return because um, it turns out his fracture wasn't a Liz Frank fracture. Not a doctor. I don't know exactly what the difference between the grades of the break it breaks are. Um, Screw but like, Screw him. I wish nothing but, but bad things. On it's <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Who, who did he kill in your family? My yeah. God. Um, but no, it's seriously like, I think this obviously puts a bit of a, a damper, a damper on, on, the expe- on the expectations for what's going to happen. You know, they're, fir- they're, they're first in the West in the NFC West, their game up on Seattle. They still have to go to Seattle in two weeks, but I don't think with, you know, I don't think at this point you can really expect them to turn around and, and, you know, win consistently with Brock Purdy as your quarterback. Uh, like it's not going to be per- the Purdy dance. Purdy face of Brock Purdy is not going to be. I honestly know. think they're going to ride him. I think they're going to ride him. And I disagree with you because I heard a great quote today and it came from one of the defensive players. I forgot who it was. I want to say it was Warner, but he comes out. They ask him about Brock Purdy and how much he believes in him. And he goes, I'm riding with Brock Purdy. I'm yeah. riding with Brock Purdy because he's played the number one defense for 13 weeks in practice, and he's looked pretty damn good. So if he's – He played a good game, you know. Right. And if he's if he's throwing bombs and he's scoring touchdowns against us in practice, I think we're going to be okay. West so, Coast Mike White. Say it with me. West Coast Mike White. Oh, God. <laughs> Calm down. Calm down. No, listen. I, I don't know. I watched I watched that game and I said I said to myself they can win games with him I just don't think they're going to I I don't think they're going to make a Super Bowl run with with him definitively dare, could they sure but is how it dare less you like, doubt. that's how asking dare you yeah, no, how, go dare ahead. How, how dare I how dare I how dare you doubt Iowa State legend Brock Purdy. How yeah, Mr. Mr. Irrelevant himself. Mr. Irrelevant himself. Listen, I I just don't think they have as good of a chance to make to do what no, I what I thought no, they would do with Jimmy G. And I don't we're think that's unreasonable. Around. No, it's not. It's not unreasonable. We're messing around. It's just yeah. it's just one of those things where it's they were I, roll, listen, they I think they rolling. could beat somebody in the playoffs and I think they could still get to the NFC championship game, but I don't think they're making the Super Bowl run. That's I think you've just lowered the ceiling by you know, one round of the playoffs. That, that's all. Yeah. Like one to two yeah. rounds of the playoffs. That's that's what happened. They're still going to get in, I think, and they're still gonna they're gonna prop. They're gonna be a division winner, and they're gonna be a top four seed. But you know, so what? Like you know, I think if they get a high enough seed, if they're the third or fourth seed, they're gonna play. You know, if they're like, especially if they're a, a second. Well, no, they wouldn't be able to overtake the Vikings at this point. But I you know, think it all depends on whether or not they get a home game. If they get a home game, well, they'll get playoffs, a home game. It's just it's against two. You know, right yeah, now you got to see where it all sits. Right let's now, see. let's see NFL picture playoff picture. Right now in the NFC, 49ers would be playing. The, 
Uh, would they be playing the fuck? No, they wouldn't be playing the Bucks. The Bears. They would be playing the Bears. <laughs> no. Three plays six. Two plays seven. Three plays six. They'd be playing the Giants right now. Uh, they would probably win that game. They would, they would win that game. They would win that game. They'd and win then that they'd, game. They would win that game. Eagles would have a bye. Vikings would play the Seahawks. Niners would play the Giants. Bucks would play the Cowboys. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I don't like that game. I don't like that game for the Cowboys. Um. No, I do. Hmm. I do. They play playoff. Tommy is different at home. Me. No, they'd be they. Oh, no, they'd be under, on the road. They'd be on the road in Tampa. Yeah, they'd be. They'd be the. the yeah, imagine that. Wow, they they really screw themselves by not playoff. They got to. They got to beat. They got to. They got to beat the, if the Eagles falter. They got to win that division. If they right playoff. They want to playoff. Tommy is a. It's different. Read, but like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't trust going to Tampa Bay playing playoff Tommy if I'm the Cowboys. Like that, guess, that's not. Guess who? Guess who the that's... Jets would? Guess who the Jets would have to play right now in the playoffs? The Chiefs. In, in, in Arrowhead, not evident. Talk about a defensive test. That that's not good gravy, guys. <laughs> that's no, not okay. it's not good. But now, eh, what are you gonna do? No, you gotta I mean, play on... who he is in front of you. I know. On the um, other side of this game, like Miami, Miami's five-game winning streak got snapped. Tua got pulled at the end of the game. Injury concerns there. Like I don't know, man. I we'll I see. feel like the the wheels are coming off a little bit for the Dolphins. And- Dolphins are listen. Dolphins got a scary couple of games ahead of them now, and it's now it's December. We'll see how they fare. Tua's yeah. got to show us. Okay, are you going to be able to play you know big boy football when it's cold? And yeah, they got to go. Gonna- they got to go play. To, they got to go play the Bills. And Buffalo, so good luck. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna find out a lot about this team and and about Tyree Kill and Waddle and and Tua, and we're gonna find a lot about that defense real quick within the next right. couple of weeks. But that week, uh, eight, listen, that Jets that Jets offense game is gonna be huge. It's gonna be oh, absolutely hundred percent. It's a big big deal now. They're we're not party. talking that week, Artie. No, <laughs> no, we're not. We're we're, we're we're talking for the podcast, and that's about it. We're not yeah, no, that's about it. Uh, and then Scorigami. Scorigami, <laughs> nice. it's amazing. I fucking yeah, love when it's a I left, I left that off for the rundown, but yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, went pretty much how you thought it was, even though that for the first took a little while. Quarter, yeah, it took, took a while for them to get going, and they're took like, a we got to get going. Out of the season. Yeah, I mean, they did. They took care of business in the fourth quarter, and that's uh, that's all you need to know. I mean, thirty-three points in the fourth quarter is more than taking care of business. That's just <laughs> one-sided domination. Like well, Jerry Jones called down the sideline and said, "You sons of bitches, I'm gonna fuck you up. Uh, I mean, beat the shit out of this team." They I mean, did. that's like the other team never even had the ball to score thirty-three points. Like that's li- that's literally what happened. But like, I mean, possession right. was like ten and a half minutes. Like, all right, but like worked. Jeff Saturday, they asked Jeff Saturday. Do you think the fact that Matt Ryan had shoulder issues may have caused or may have played a part in you guys getting picked apart in that fourth quarter? Like maybe he shouldn't have been in there. And at that point, he's like, well, uh, I, I don't know. Like I, I'm, I'm just trying to give my team the best chance to win. And it's like, <laughs> Listen, he's going like, to give you the coach speak. He doesn't. He's never been a head coach before. It's just, so his his coach speak is going to be real bad, right? That's the problem. Yeah, you know, that was also too. The team just got absolutely dismantled on national television. Like, there's not much to say. They're I, bad. 
Dude, they're bad. Is, yeah, they're a them bad and the team. Texans bad. Then then give me give me the Herm Edwards. We like give, we, we I all know. we thought we I were. Give no, me that's that's Denny Green. That's Denny Green. That's who it was. Yeah, you play that's, to win the game. Right. You play he to win the game. Hey, but you're not going to get that from him. He's first of all, he's got to be all buttoned up in corporate for his his you know drugged out and coked out owner. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? It's a well known. <laughs> it's a well known secret. Yeah, no, that you're not surprising anybody that. No, it's not just one of those things. Right. They're they're going through. They're playing for pride at this point. They know they're no good. They're playing they're, for next year's contract. That's it. That that's pretty much it. They're just trying to get through the year. But give me the Jim Mora. Give me the Jim Mora quote where he was like, Playoffs? "What? <laughs> Not that one. That's a good one. But the other one where he's like, what happened in that game? We got our asses kicked. In the second half, we just got That's, a, that's a good one. <laughs> no, it's true. That's, no, it's true. So good. Just you saw what happened out there. What, what do you want me to say? We gave a good effort. We didn't. We got crushed. You know, and, right. you know, and then they and are no a better one, team. They were a better team than us today. And we got our ass kicked. The end. Moving on. That's it. Moving on. There's nothing else to say. I mean, I took any time on a, in a gambling note, any time touchdown for the, the Cowboys defense, which paid off nicely. That was nice. Nice move. But nice move. You. Uh, it just it just made sense. The, the, the Colts are a turnover machine. They were. So you're not wrong. You know, I I, I hate to say I saw it coming, but I kind of saw it coming. No, you're not wrong. Touchdown, no. Tommy. Touchdown. Touch, Tommy. Uh, moving on to. Well, Saints Saints I mean, Tom Saints finally like garbage. Finally got a win against the Saints. Saints looked bad. Bucks looked worse until that the until last the last drive, drive. Until the last three and a half minutes of this the game. The clock, the clock management was a joke, though. Oh my like, god! Who do you, how do you throw on third and one, bro? And then not go for it on fourth and one? Like what? Yeah, what I know. You, you can't get a yard. Can't He's get another a yard. one. He's another but one. Like, should be a head coach. But he like. You know the man's had 44, 44 comeback wins. A forty-three up to that point. Right. You know he's but had like, forty-three. Don't make it forty-four. Yeah. Like, Don't make it match his fucking age. Like, come on, man. You, I know. You, you know. You know what this dude's capable of. He, we like we've all been burned by this motherfucker at this point. Like, what? Why? Why? Right. Why? It hasn't had. It has. It's happened to just about every team. So. So. So why are we doing this? And like. I like how this son of a bitch decided at 44, 42 years old or whatever it was. He's like, you know what? I'm going to go and make another division my bitch just for the hell of it. And like that, that was it. Like he's like, mm, yeah, I'm done with AFC. yeah. You know what, though? I'm about. happy because it ain't it isn't mine anymore for once. Right. Fair. But like you only have to see him in the, in the Super Bowl if it gets that far. You don't know what it's like to not be able to beat one team in your division for like a decade. Like, it, oh, it, I know. It hurts. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. I know you know, but like the Dolphins <laughs> at least have know. had his. They've had the Dolphins at least have had his number, and there was one time when he was, was hurt. One. The Dolphins. It's magic. It's magic. It's magic. Right. Was that but, one time? No, oh, but like it. It, it look. T- you said it a couple of weeks ago, and then he had that loss, and we're like, ah, maybe we 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 jumped the gun. Tommy's gonna get that team in the damn playoffs and it, he's going to make that run like yeah. it, it's going to happen inevitably and like six and six all you have to be is nine and eight get into the damn playoffs like it, you probably is. don't even need to be nine yeah. and eight eight wins will probably get you done right and you'll, you'll probably like just just get two more get into the playoffs and then do what you got to do but like i don't know i like the the, the bucks are 
conundrum to me at this point. Like, I don't know what the Bucks are. Like, they're I don't know. An average football team, team with, with a legend. Like, I, don't, I don't know what they are. They're an average football team with a legend at quarterback, and that's only going to get you so far in today's NFL because they're. Mike Evans is is not having a Mike Evans year. Their offensive line is honestly kind of shit. And I think the I think the Werfs injury hurt him a lot. Like oh, big time. I think if Werf's he doesn't get hurt, there if he doesn't get hurt, they're a they're a smoke and mirrors nine and three, but they're nine and three. Sure. They're they're and, not, you know, that's that's the thing. They're they they win three they win three more games and they they don't look great doing it, but they get they they don't they don't start the season atrociously like they did. Right, and I think they're eight. They got eight or nine wins right now. I agree with you, and I think honestly, I don't think it's a bad team. I think it's a team that's badly coached. I think that God, he's Bowles such a bad coach. isn't a Bowles is a terrible head coach. He's a great coordinator, but he should stay as a coordinator. Yep, he and should, Byron Leftwich is not a good OC. Like. He's proven that he's not a good offensive coordinator. Like that team fundamentally looked better when Tom Brady was calling the plays in the two minute drill. Yeah. That, that says everything you need to know about that team. Yeah, I know. It's just, you know, it is. It's just, we're, we're literally what two years removed from how well-oiled a machine that the bucks were, even though they collected all the veterans and all that stuff, but it's just amazing how, middling they are right now that's true that's their mediocrity but they're the best mediocrity in the nfc south they're the most they're the the most okay team ever (laughs) (laughs) and like you guys said earlier uh buffalo takes over the first seed in the the nafc yeah that that Bengals win over the chiefs kind of upset the apple cart a little bit Mm. Agreed. That pushes the Bills up into the top seed, where you get the you only get the buy if you're the number one seed. So, I still deal. think Bills. I but I still think the Bills have a chance. They have a tiebreaker against the Chiefs, mind you, with that dead. But I think ultimately we're not going to know until week seventeen or eighteen where where we're shaking out. Because no, I think you're it's probably keep right. Going back and forth. I think the Bills are get you're, they're gettable. They're going to lose another game along the way. You know, and do the Chiefs like and the Chiefs might too, but you know, the Chiefs could go on a tear and win the last next five win the last five games of the season. Right. You know, thirty to ten. No, absolutely absolutely. So, so, you know, we'll see. They could the Bills could lose to the Jets this week. You know, it's it's it happened once. It could happen again. It can happen again. And as well, we said too the they finally the Bucks are five hundred, so at least they're leading the division in their five hundred. Thank God. Life is we're, okay. We're okay. There's the equilibrium there's, has returned. Yeah, there's it's, it's there's fine. symmetry. There's everyone can can relax. I, I saw in the rundown we the question was Baker Mayfield to the Rams. Can can we salvage the Rams? No. Like no. 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 I think the answer is no. I think Matt Stafford well, is on IR. I think they're done. I think it's over. He uh, he's he's out for the year. There's there's no reason to bring him back. Let him rest up. Just bring him back rest next up, year. Bring him back next year. Go, That's go, it. Go, well, go for uh, another run. At least you know that uh, OBJ is not going to end up on the Rams now. He's not going to the Rams. He might not be going to the Cowboys. I because I I kind of left have you guys, concerns. I kind of left you guys hanging marks. with that. But there was a tweet out there saying that the yeah the quote unquote concerns about his ACL reconstruction that it's not as healthy as they would have thought, and you know he's 
they're concerned that he's not going to be, you know, a contributor in January, which is really why you'd sign him. Right. You know, I mean, maybe to like, see, here's the other question. You sign OBJ. Okay. He's going to take two or three weeks probably to get into game shape because you're not going to just throw him out there. Um, do you sign him to a one-year deal or a two-year deal? Um, yeah. I'd sign him to it. I would actually, I don't think anyone is going to end up signing him. And my hot take is no one's going to sign him You know, him I'm year. starting to and agree with that. And I think he's just going to. I don't think he's. I think, because I have a feeling, because I remember reading a report that the, the surgeon that did his second ACL surgery said, what the fuck did the first guy do? And yeah. basically was like, this is a shit job. This is a hack job, and there's no reason, no wonder you you tore it again. So I don't think I think there's a 50-50 shot that he never plays again in the NFL. I don't uh, think he uh, plays again. Wow. I think he re- I think there's a 50-50 Dropping shot he retires. Bombs. But if he does play, it's not gonna be until next year. I don't it's, think that's a possibility. Up, I don't think he plays again. I think he ends up somewhere being a, a commentator he's gonna end up on like a fox show or something crap like that yeah um, on, on gonna, a desk he's gonna take over that steve smith role sooner rather than later where he's Possibly. gonna be the he's gonna be the boisterous Possibly. loud guy um no th- no thanks well i don't watch pregame I mean, shows anyway so i could kill i couldn't care less with yeah you i couldn't it. care less but it, i i can see it happening but do i think he plays again no i can see him ending up at like some high school or some like Coaching. lower level college. Yeah, I could see him as like an, a wide receiver coach or an yeah, OC. like LSU, like Brian right. Kelly brings him onto the staff or something. Not even like, well, yeah, or or like uh like the Ed Reed role at at UM where he comes in, he gives a speech every once in a while, and that's really right. it, like a motivational guy, and be like, oh, connection to our glory days type of guy, like. The, pretty much what uh, what Landry and uh, Tyrod Matthew do for LSU right now. Like I could see that being his his gig. You know what I mean? Fair enough. But it's, uh, someone tweeted too. They're like, "This is going to be the most overblown nothing burger like ever." This is yeah. like they're going to be watching the plane land at the airport like it's Brett Favre. Going yeah, to the Jets, like, like who cares? Uh, I mean, the the big injury that we got to talk about is Von Miller out for the rest of the year they put him they put him on i they put him on ir to ease him back and then they had he had exploratory surgery in which they had to then they found out to reconstruct his acl so they were like this is torn first of all exploratory surgery is never good because nope that means they didn't know exactly what the extent of the damage was so everything they had set up until that point was fucking bs it's one of those things where they go where you know, you're looking for trouble and you found it and right. it's the worst case scenario. That's a big hit for them. It's big. That's why I think they're gettable. I think the bills are not. I think it's them. Bengals and chiefs are the, all the same on the same level. I wouldn't be surprised if any three of those end up out of the AFC, but I think the bills dominance in the first 10 weeks of the season is over. I think that ship has sailed. That's fair. That's fair. That's, That's a big, fair. it's a big injury for them. And then um, I, Mark Ingram has an MCL tear. I didn't even know he got hurt until I saw it. He's probably out for the year because it's a four to six week injury and there's only five weeks left. So right. there's really no need to bring him back on a team that's probably not making the playoffs. Agreed. 
Another and another big injury, the Lamar Jackson injury. We didn't even. Yeah. How? Yeah. Is yeah, he going to play how? this week? So reports are um, he's not practicing, but that's not he's good. Question, he is questionable. Um, they they think he will end up. They think there's a small chance he plays. I don't think he plays because it's the Steelers. I think right. the Ravens can beat the Steelers without him. Um, he sprained PCL is the report of what his injury actually is. So, wow. you know, I think Tyler Huntley is just going to start until he's 100% because at this point, they're they're locked into their playoff position as long as they win a couple more games as long as they get to, as long as they get to nine or ten wins they're going to be in so be I all right they just fucking just, roll with well, it and let them heal up considering considering you lost to the Broncos or considering rather like that Bronco game was trash can Tyler Huntley get you those games? Let me see there. Let me punch up their schedule. Um, While you're looking up that too, there was, Ken Walker's also hurt, but he hasn't been ruled out for the Seahawks. Fair. Just to touch on that, that's a big deal. He's been their kind of workhorse. He has so they been. got so they have so, yeah they had they're at Pittsburgh on Sunday. Then Could they play. Picking. Then they play, or is that month? No, Sunday. Then they play the Browns at Cleveland. That's winnable. It's winnable with Tyler Huntley. Then they play the Falcons at home. Still winnable. Then they play the Steelers again at home. Winnable on on New Year's Day. And then they have to go to Cincinnati to play the Bengals to wrap it up. I mean, if, so you're looking at right now they are um, they can win three out eight, of four. They're eight and four. They have eight wins. They're tied for, with Cincinnati for the lead in the division. I think they have the, they own the tiebreaker right now because they beat the Bengals in week five. I want to say week six. But how many um, games? Yeah, you could probably go three and three and one on that. Yeah, can yeah. you go in five? It's five, three and one before you get to the Bengals. That's can what I mean. Get, that's eleven wins. Like that's their third in the AFC right now. They're gonna get in. Yeah. Like even if it's fourth or fifth, they're gonna they're fourth or even if Cincinnati win takes the division, they're gonna be the first play. They're gonna be the first of the three wild card teams. Yeah, yeah. Get nine or ten win. Ten wins will probably do it. Ten wins will get you in. Eleven wins is gonna get you, you know, safely in. Right, the better playoff spot. Yeah. I mean, eleven wins should get you should get you something. All right, so that's last week's games. Uh, oh looking boy! Up, looking forward to this week's games. Oh, are uh, we? Are we with this first game? Because we're not. We're, we're not. not. Raiders Thursday night, tomorrow night game. Raiders at Rams. No. Um, yeah. Go with the road team. Go with go with the road team, even though it's not it's not the trend. Yeah, Raiders have more talent. Rams are just sputtering at this point. GG, good night. Let's go. GG, good game, friends. Yeah, no, it's 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 going to be a bad game. Um, Devontae should have another big game. Should have another 125, 130 yard game. But Mm -hmm. realistically, even if it's 101, uh, one touch, but yeah, yeah, but it's it's not going to be entertaining. Like I'll, I'll tune in. If only for the fantasy implications and yeah. for <laughs> for podcasting purposes. Yeah. Podcasting purposes only. Show purposes. Yeah. For business moving, reasons only. Moving on to the one o'clock slate. Oh boy. Ooh. Juicy. Juicy juicy. Let's see. Um oops. There we go. Uh Jets and go. Bills. I um I don't know. How scared are you of that game? 
I think the Bills are going to mop the floor with the Jets if you really want. I don't know. I don't think so. I, do. I don't think no, so. I, I, do. I, I don't. I don't want them to. And I, if if I was more objective, I would say that the Jets have looked really good with Mike White, even in a loss in in Minnesota. Like they fucking, they were like off their rocker for three quarters, and they put their shit. They like what they they started playing the game in the fourth quarter, and exactly. I think the Bills are the Bills are not undefeatable. They and the Jets have already got their number, but it's in it's in Buffalo. Right. I think, and I think that the Bills are coming off of a you know extra rest. Yeah. So you know, I think it'll be a good game. I don't think they're gonna actually wipe the floor of them. I think it's gonna be a 24 21, 20, 24, 20 slug fest. Jet defenses are gonna be knocking each other the fuck out. And I think if the Jets defense, if the Jets defense either makes a play to score them to score them a touchdown or gets them into the red zone on an interception that that leads to a touchdown jets can win the game but i don't think without that that the offense is going to be good enough to really shove it down the throat of the bills and also you know mr knight the white knight in shining armor running back right now and james robinson hmm. who's pissed off at the world you know i'm not loving our running game right now in the state of our of our backs, and Michael so on, Carter's still out. Michael Carter's still out, and he's, you know, where's Ty Johnson? All right, let me pull up the uh, Ty. He's Johnson. around. No, he's let, me around. Up, let, me pull, let me pull up the injury I mean, report. Oh, he's coming really... back from quick check. He's around. Yeah, he's around. He went to go so, get some. Went to go so, get beer and cigarettes. <laughs> I never came back. Uh, Jets injury report. Jets injury. And like three guys have illnesses right now. It's awful. It's I just love this. So Michael Clemens apparently has an illness. Corey Davis has an illness. George Fant is sick and has his knee. DJ Reed is sick. So the flu is going around the Jets locker room right now. Excellent. Awesome. Excellent. So nobody nobody participated. Um Dwayne Brown, limited participant. Great. Nobody cares. Um so I I think ultimately um you know, I think Michael Carter um, will play, but I think he's going to be limited. And I think limited snaps. I guess. I guess. No, you know what? I guess. Um, I guess our boy is uh, Mr. Z Knight, Zonovan Knight, and Ty Johnson. So they have on the death chart right now: Michael Carter, James Robinson, Ty Johnson, Zonovan Knight as the one through four. Well, there you chart. go. So I guess they're all. They're all. Gonna su- I think three of them are going to suit up. Well, running back by committee? Yeah, maybe, probably. Maybe, depending on who. Probably just ride the hot hand. Right. Probably ride the hot hand. That should be a good game, though. Should be competitive. Should Absolutely. Should be a competitive game, so we'll see. Garrett Wilson might go for buck 25, but we'll see competitive game. It's a coin flip. I, I mean, let's let's pull up the lines, you know. Uh that's what we should do. We should add that to the rundown when we make it a little inside baseball for everybody. But yeah, inside baseball. There we go. Oh, we, we're still type we're week still 14. we're still figuring out this whole uh, this whole thing. But uh, we we're are gla- we're we glad every we're glad everybody's along on this journey with us. Yeah, could, thank you you thanks. Can, thanks for joining. You could say when we're. Uh, when we're right. famous so, that you were at this at the beginning. This is so this is such a fucking surprising line. What do you guys think the line is on the Jets? You know, 
I'm going to tell you, I know exactly what it is. The Jets, it's it's nine and a half. Oof. And I don't, that's I don't correct. get, I don't get that. I don't. That, that's that's, that's why, a that's, wide why I'm, line. that's why I'm scared. That is screaming. Take the Jets at plus nine and a half. I will take. I will yep. be bet. I will hammer the nine and a half. I wouldn't be surprised if by kickoff it's eight and a half. To be honest, I just don't understand. But I, don't I still think the will Bills take it. Are, I don't think the Bills are that much better than the Jets. I think the Bills. I think they're looking at the Bills having played Thursday night last week, extra rest, a little bit of revenge, little Maybe. brother Jet, little brother Jets. There, they got they got right against the Pats. Jet Bills are going to make a December push. I think that's what everybody's looking at. I mean, the Jets defense has been playing pretty well. Like, I know they didn't. They yeah. haven't looked good for two weeks though. They've given up a couple of scores early in the first quarter in the first half. They gave up a lot of points to the fucking Vikings in in key situations when they shouldn't have. Granted, the Vikings are a good team. They're not a great team, but their offense is good. Their defense is, you know, was bend not break. So, right. I don't know. I, I it's a hard game to read. I think it's going to be a. I think it's going to be a three point game. So I would, if I would take the Jets and the points and just roll. Roll. Uh, all right, Next moving up. on. Next up, Browns against the Bengals. Well, Bengals have a chance to make it two in a row. Bengals are six or six and a half favorites, depending on where you look. I, mean, I would take. I would take them to actually. I think they're going to, you know, ten. I think they'll win by ten. I think a comfortable win. I don't think they're going to win by you know thirty. Um, Browns, I think Deshaun Watson is going to prove that he's reminding no, not that he's a very good quarterback, but they're going to be still rusty. Be, he's still going to be rusty, but you're going to start to see flashes of why he got the contract he got a little bit here and there, but they're not going to be, it's not going to be that competitive. It's going to be a nice, like, you know, easy, you know, relatively easy 10 point win for the Bengals. It's a division. I don't, you know, still I don't think there's, yeah. I don't think there's anybody on the Browns that can stop either Ty, uh, T Higgins or uh, Jamar Chase. Correct. So you, you should be able to feast if you are Joe Burr. Um, you should be able to to go out and, and get yourself to 300 yards and, and multiple touchdowns. Like, And also, I don't know if there's anybody who seemingly is going to stop uh, Offensive Player of the Year, Samaj Perrine, <laughs> running the ball either. P-Rine! So, uh, P-Rine, sorry. Yeah, P-Rine. I don't know. Let's get, it like, should be uh, interesting. I don't. I don't know if they they have the defense for it. Like, it's it's a winnable game. Like, yes. Get get yourself to nine and four. Continue rolling. Get prepared for the playoffs and keep everybody healthy. Like that. That's the name of the game for this game. Right. Speaking of winnable games, <laughs> I mean, what would be more shocking: the Cowboys win by thirty, or the Cowboy or the Texans winning this game? What would be more shocking? I mean, honestly, what the what the Cowboys did to the Colts last week is pretty much what we expected. I, I probably expect more of the same. More of the same. Although going, I think I think the Cowboys are at the point where they're going to be looking ahead a little bit. I'm afraid. Oh, are we calling and a trap game? I I, I believe um, no, because they got you know what? Nope, I had missed. I I forgot about the Jags. Cowboys have to play the Jags next week in Jacksonville. Right, not so not a tra- exactly a trap, not a trap game. game. That might be a trap game because they, they played the Eagles the following week. Possibly. So no, I retract. It's not going to be Cowboys the line is six. The line, the line, the line is sixteen and a half for the Cowboys. Just so you know. No. So that's... so Cowboys by a million. 
Yeah, I would not even think about taking the Texans. I would not touch this game if I was a betting. No, no, not one, not one, two defensive touchdowns. Oh, you're fucking ballsy. That's got if those odds exist, that's plus 5,000. Those odds definitely do those. Ah, you know what? It might be a little early. It's definitely a little early for For any time touchdowns. Yeah, I'm going to take a look real quick. Let's take a look real quick just for the just for the memes. Well, in the meantime, um, yeah, keep it rolling. Vi- Vikings at, at Lions shootout. Um, shoot, it's going to be a fucking shootout. Lions are two and a half favorites at home, which means it's a coin flip, basically. Um, Give me the Lions. I, I take the Lions. Take the points. <sighs> take the Lions. Eat the points. I think. Uh, I think they're good. I. I. There is. I mean, listen. The Vikings could very easily, you know walk away with another win, but I think the Lions are on a roll right now that it's just, it's nutty. Yeah, too much, uh, too early to talk about any time touchdowns. If if they bent that way to the Jets, they are going to spread them cheeks for the Lions, all right? Spread, spread them cheeks. <laughs> so if you want, if you want a fun exotic bet, bet, you can bet the drivers, the first drive result in the Jets-Bills game. Oh. So a punt on the first drive is minus 125. An offensive touchdown plus 360. I if the if the Bills get the ball, I would take those odds. I would take those odds. Mm-hmm. Field goal attempt is plus 450. I would take that. Any other is plus 500. Mm-hmm. A- anything else? That's wild. Yeah, they're talking about safety, whatever. Punt, uh, interception, fumble. Right. Hunt is like obviously your first, like, but yeah, I would take like I would take the field goal attempt. That's a real good. That's a good one. That is a good one. I'm gonna take that. There you go. So all right, Um, next game on the docket, I believe, is Eagles at the G Men. I think that. Well, someone wrote on here the Giants have an outside shot, and I added, no, they don't. If they can control the clock, I still think they're going to have issues scoring. I think the yeah. the Giants' defense is compromised with the Dory Jackson, Xavier McKinney being out. Right, so I, I think so. I think AJ Brown and they just go hog and wild. Devonta Smith is no, nah, maybe not hog wild, but they're going to get theirs. You know, that's I could, a, I, could, a, I mean, this is a this is a thirty one seventeen kind of game where absolutely. Like, I like that know, has, 28 17 kind of game. This, this could honestly, I can honestly see like this being like 40 to like 17. Like that I, has two touchdowns from AJ Brown written all over. Yeah, it definitely really does. And I mean, I'll probably bet that, you know, I'll bet it with this with the thing of if I if it hits, I win money. If it doesn't, the Giants might win the game. So, you know, Giants we'll right. uh, Eagles are favored only by seven. In this game, yeah, I still. But it's not I, a bad line. Six and a half at one at one of the books. At no, I probably still take seven straight up. I don't see the Giants really being in this game. We uh, missed. Uh, we skipped over. I don't know how I missed this. Uh, Jags at Titans. Another one. Oh wow! Game. Is Trevor Lawrence healthy? Uh, no, not as far as I know. So then that's all you got to know. Yeah, because pretty much as that team go, as he goes, that team goes, and if he's not there. You know, I'm not sure how much I trust their backup. I really don't. Who is their backup? That's even a better question. Is it is it Gardner Minshew? No, he's on the Eagles. Now. He's on the Eagles. Oh, that's all right. He he's on the Eagles now. So he's it's up in the air. 
Uh, where's I want to go from? All right, Jaguars. Who knew? Who thought I'd be searching Jaguars Death Star today? Not me. It's it's CJ Bethard. Isn't it, it sure is CJ Bethard. Yeah, so um, that, that doesn't really inspire much confidence. Yeah, and you know Titans are favored obviously by four in this game. I take the Titans and roll. Yeah, they're probably at, take, they're at home. Yeah, I'd probably take the Titans here with. Titans are going to be uh, such an ugly division at the AFC South winner, but we, we said it last week. They're yep, but it's getting uglier because they're going to have like eleven wins, and it's going it's going to be Fugazi. Um But anyway, um, can't hey, apologize. Listen. Can't apologize for who's on your schedule. Right, right. That's so fair. listen, listen. That's we fair. have a we have an old school Smash Mouth defensive battle in in the Steel City Ravens at Steelers. What Is do you it, got? Well, if gag you look, me, if you look historically. <laughs> These teams play each other hard. Why? Is, I don't know. I, I, listen, it's one of those old school, not old school, but it's one of those rivalry games that yeah, it's a rivalry game. every, every year you look forward to. It's this probably a low scoring game, I think. 14 10. Yeah. Steelers aren't Ste- bad. Steelers, Ra- Steelers. Steelers, are, Steelers are favored two and a half. It's a coin flip. It's coin Steelers flip are game. better than people give them credit for. I think. Kenny Pickett's better than people give him credit for. He's gotten better in the last month. I would say he's really started to show like, oh, you're not bad. You're not bad at this quarterbacking thing. Okay. Well, you might be bad. all right. Huh. Not bad. Yeah, all Tiny right. Hans McGee is a good is a decent quarterback. So hey, listen. <laughs> Such a fucking weird thing they do at the combine. You know, it was so funny when that happened, like, oh, he's got small hands. However, how's he gonna play in Pittsburgh? Well, he played in the same stadium. Like <laughs> At Pitt. At, Did at, you forget where at, he went to school? At Pitt. And it's like, yeah, it's like, come on. They literally shared the stadium. They like shared the same facilities. It was just like one door over. You yeah. know. Oh, I go to the big boy locker room now. Thanks. Yeah, pretty much. I think uh, they probably even shared the locker room. Like they the might locker have. room was the same locker room. Yeah. Like they, there, they, there was no difference. They very well could have. I just it's just funny to hear stuff like that all the time. Mel Kiper man. I think the Ravens should probably win this game. You know, defensive slugfest. You know, we'll see. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if the Steelers win it, though. Like that's if it's, no, if I wouldn't that's be shocked. If especially it's a- with Ty, especially with Lamar out, I think this is like a blech game. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be 17-14 at best. So if it's a close game at the, you know, if it's you know we got five minutes left and the game's tied, I could see the Steelers maybe pulling this one out. This is the Mink Fitzpatrick gets a late interception and it right. swings the game for the game. Right. Like yeah. This. Late, late turnover, late, late interception. You know, they need the, you know, the they gotta convert, they gotta convert like a third and eight, and you know, sure. he, he gets the the interception. I could see it. Right. Uh four o'clock games. Uh the four oh, o'clock, the four o'clock God. window. The four o'clock window. Uh, ha, ha, ha. Well, uh, Russell, is, is this Russell the Nance Wolf? Romo game? Oh, I believe it is. And, it's gotta and, be. Actually, let me. I'll look. That, let me look that up. I'll look I'm that up real quick. This is the Nance Romo. What match. is it? NFL Week. What is it? Four. What are we in? 14? Fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. And announcers. Let's see. Awful, oh, what's on awful announcing? I I hope I hope it is the Nance Nance Romo. It's a game. it's a Nance Romo vehicle. Hold on, we're loading, we're loading. Survey yeah. says the only thing Peter Rosenberg does really, really importantly on Fridays. Oh is my who's God. Games. No, no, Nance and Romo will be at Bills Bucks. You mean Niners Bucks? No, Niners Bucks. It says Bills. Wait a minute. Week 14. Oh, wait. No. Yeah. 
What the hell? Niners Bucks. Then they must have ty- had a typo. It is it's, Niners Bucks, right? Correct. Hold on. Let's, Bills. <laughs> I'm looking at the wrong week then. Are we in week 14 or 13? We are 14. in week. <laughs> no. Week 14. No, 14. 14. 14. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. 14. NFL coverage map. Why the hell does it say that the Raiders are playing the Chiefs? Hey, NFL, we just found a typo on your. Get no, better. No, Be hold, better. Hang on a second. This is wrong. This is wrong. Oh, December of 21. Why? 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 Why is there an. Why is there Oh, an no. You know who? Well, you know what game Nance and Romo are calling? I just pulled it up. Oh, my God. Jets, Bills, baby. You know what? That doesn't, are they really? That doesn't surprise me. Sure fucking are. Jets, Bills, that baby. That doesn't surprise me. Gumble is calling Browns at Bengals. Uh, Kevin Kuluker got stuck with the fucking Texans at Cowboys. Um, right. Kenny Albert's calling Vikings at Detroit. That's a good game for Kenny Albert. Yeah, uh, that's a really good game for Kenny Albert. I, we're, gonna, I, we're gonna get to watch the the uh, the venerable Joe Davis Joe Davis Daryl Johnson call Eagles at Giants, yeah. which is classic. That's a Joe Davis game. Yeah, I and Eagle and Charles Davis for the Chiefs Broncos. That's not bad. <laughs> that's not bad. I and Eagle. I and Eagle uh, got fucked this week a little bit. I mean. Kevin Burkhart's calling Bucks. It's Niners, which that's good. That's their pro- that's, that's Fox's big game. That's their Fox window. Yeah, and uh, yeah. But uh, Tariqo and Collinsworth on Dolphins Chargers. That's pretty funny. But uh, yeah, uh, God, the- Monday Night Football this week sucks. Does it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I won't skip ahead. Oh yeah, we'll get there. We'll get we'll there. We'll get there. So but, uh, next next game on the docket. Actually, well, let's, be, let's let's talk Chiefs at Broncos. Actually, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. This whole late game slate kind of stinks. It's terrible. Yeah, after one yeah, o'clock, it's terrible. Uh, but yeah, uh, Chiefs by a thousand. The end. Um, yeah, that, that's really it. I mean, the Russell Wilson like nightmare saga continues. Gotta end. Yeah. It's just are they gonna cut him at the end of the year? Like I, I they really can't. Hope, I know Art, they can't. Art, they I, know. Can't. I know. I know. They, they really. They're gonna want us so bad. It's a. It's a hundred million dollar cap hit. They can't cut him. Panthers at Seahawks. Gonna be. You delicious. guys ever heard of? Have you guys ever heard of sleep paralysis? Yes, I've heard of it. No. All right. So, so like it's like you're in a dream or a nightmare, but you're stuck in a nightmare and you can't wake up, and it, you're just literally stuck in I your know, bed. Just, like, is w- that's Russell? That's Russell Wilson. He's stuck. In a you mean he, so he's nightmare. like a narcoleptic, basically? Yeah, yeah, basically. You know he's what stuck though? In a damn nightmare. The spread's only nine and a half. That's not crazy. Is it really? It's only nine and a half. Wow, I'd bet on that before I bet on the Cowboy game. To be honest with you, that's fair. That's fair. Um, what? Panthers, Panthers, Panthers at Seattle. I think Seattle. Um, Seattle should have no issues here. Yeah, Seattle by four. They're slight favorites at home, but they should. They should. I think they, they should. They should be able to cover that. I. I, yeah, I, I, I would. Sam I would, Darnold experiment comes to a crashing. It's a battle of former Jets quarterbacks. Holy shit, that's awesome! Oh, Sam God. Darnold versus Geno Smith. Oh, this is God. great, man. The retreads of the New York Jets. Just they, they, the Jets are the gift that keeps on giving, man. Like you got to admit. Just want to throw. Yeah, up. Just want to throw up. I know. I know. I know. I so do I. Trust me. So do Speaking I. Speaking of. Throwing up. throwing up, throwing up, God, <laughs> Dol- the lose. Dolphins! I, Look at that! I, I hope you fucking lose. Uh, the <laughs> Niners against the Bucks. I hope you oh, lose. I'm sorry. That was your vomiting. Oh, how I I misinterpreted. 
Well, we'll see. I, 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 this is going to be a tough one to do because the Bucks haven't been great, but the Niners are down their quarterback. You Niners know. are at home. Niners that's, are at saving. Home. That's I think honestly, this is a, this is going to be. I think the Niners might sneak out with the win here, but I think it's going to be tight. I don't see. Could be. I, I don't see it. I mean, maybe that's the beginning. This was the beginning of the Brady going on a winning streak to end the season. Go get hot, win five in a row, and go, you Brady know, eleven and home. six. Brady going home and putting a twenty spot, yeah. thirty spot on. <laughs> Oh, yeah, 49ers defense is really, still really good. Let's Brady going home. I'm coming home. Ugh. I know. No, I, I, I think Niners nah. squeak out a win, but like, I think not, it's more not, likely. Yeah, I think it's more likely that you're going to end up seeing Nick Boza just break Brady's back than him putting 30 on the. I would 49ers. enjoy nothing more than Tom Brady being carted off the field, honestly. <laughs> Just, Joe, Joe Theismann injury, just getting carted off the field. Oh, just God. End his career tragically brutal. and brutally. Jesus, the visceral hatred we have for this man is Jesus. there. Knows knows no end. I, you know what it is. I guess if you got curb stomped by him for the last twenty years in the AFC East, I can understand it. I, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AFC, AFC East fans. Yeah, life sucks. I, I, I guess so. All right. Moving no. on to a better game: uh, Dolphins versus the Chargers. Is it? Is it, is it already? Is it? Is it because we're going to lose? Yeah, we're gonna lose no, it's the a bad Chargers. It, oh yeah, but it's going to be competitive and it's going to be no. Dramatic. This actually should be a. This actually should be a competitive no, game. This should be a good game. This actually should be a pretty. Good. Dolphins are favored by three and a half on the road, which means they're basically a touchdown favorite on the road. So we're going to lose. No, no, I I'm actually confident that I'm actually very confident the Dolphins will bounce back and win this game. No, I, yeah, I think this should be a good game for them. Yeah, no, I'm 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 genuine in saying that. Like I if I, you know, objectively speaking, Dolphins should actually win this game handily by 10. I so. respect it and I appreciate your your optimism. Uh we don't have anybody that can get to Justin Herbert. And Justin Herbert's going to have all day to throw the ball and Justin Herbert is going to pick apart that patchwork secondary that the Dolphins have. That's fair. And That's true. That like that's the reality of it. We don't have anybody that can match. Yeah, but up. their offensive line is so bad. But we don't it's have not. Anybody. It's not. It's going to be sloppier than you think. I promise you. Like, your two was gonna two was gonna have a good drive at the end of the first half and at the end of the game to just pull the win out and like, all right, let's close this game out. We're up three. Let's let's march down the field and end it. That's Fair. that's what's but probably going to happen. But I could, by ten and be you're going to be happy. But I could see this being we don't have anybody that gets to Herbert, or if we get to Herbert, he has Eckler to dump the ball off, and we have nobody who can match up. Chargers have been Chargers have been very black this year, Kevin. Like I yeah, promise, w- wildly they're, inconsistent. Wildly yeah, inconsistent. I'm telling you right now, they're not the team the team they were last year. Like, don't think of them as like they're just not that good. They're okay, but they're That's never fair. like sc- they're not scary. Do not be afraid of them. Take That's the fair. take the point. Take the take the Dolphins. Eat the points. Go, go, Finns. Honestly, that's fair. Uh, Monday night, we we touched on it briefly. Uh, Patriots Disgusting. against the Cardinals. Patriots uh, are favored by two and a half or one and a half, depending on who you look at. Um, I take the Pats just because you know they're they're back and forth team. They lost last week. They're probably gonna win this. Yeah, week. I think the Cardinals are a dumpster fire. Move the end. I tend to agree. I think. Yeah, uh, it, it, 
there's Kyler, nothing good there. Kyler Murray playing too much Call of Duty. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> video games, the centerpiece. Ruining everything. Ruining That's really, everything. I mean, awesome. I mean, ruining everything. You said you wrote on there real quick who goes first, Kyler or Kingsbury? It's going to yeah, be the coach. I'll, it's going to be the coach. It's going to be the coach. Yeah, because but I can, think should Kingsbury, it be though? Should it be though? no? No, should but, it be but no? But, it, but, it, but it usually that's, that's any sport. You could fire the coach. You can't fire the players. That's fair. You know, should, you should not have given Kyler Murray the contract you gave him. Let's take a look at the contract details. He's not going anywhere. Ninety-seven million dollar dead cap hit. Correct. Not. God, that's 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 beastly. So should have never given this man money. So there you go. And he's not going anywhere the year after that. Eighty-one million dead cap hit. Oh. Yep. There's so that. so he's not going anywhere. He has a potential out in the contract in 2028. So he's going to be the quarterback for a while. His Who the fuck gave him this contract. Oh, that's right. He signed a five-year, $230 million deal. $103 million guaranteed. Total guaranteed. Oh, I'm sorry. Total guarantees is $189 million. So it's not like you can't even say, is he auditioning for people at this point? Like, nope. he's not going anywhere. He can't even go. He can't go anywhere. He's got a hold on. Um, Let's see. Yeah, no, he's not going anywhere. Nope. He's going. He is literally going nowhere. Nope. I thought I was just trying to look out, look to see if there was any outs otherwise or whatever. You know, the. The pre-June 1st release, post-June 1st release trade window, you know, the earliest they could possibly get out from underneath this is 25. If they cut him after June 1st, there's a $13 million dead cap hit. That's when maybe it gets a little bit better. Jesus. And that's like you could you could fudge that a little bit still. That's, that's you could probably rework the deal where you make more. Was it more signing bonus or but you're losing what, money? You're, you're throwing him money to know that he's going to be cut soon. True. But you know his. But like here's the thing, in 24, which is this is where they're going to rework the deal probably in two years. Because like next year his cap hit is only 16 million. But his dead cap hit, you know, if traded and blah, 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 is 97. But the following year, his cap hit is 51 million. Jesus. So they're going to fucking they'll, 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 they'll play re- with that. They'll rework that. It's one of those things where you pay for it down the line. Yeah. Like in baseball, right. you pay up front. In, well, baseball, you just in, pay. You well, just pay you, well, you, you pay. just pay. But like you could front load a deal where it's like, where a judge is going to make $40 million a year, but you know, you're paying $40 million a year. Now the 40 million in seven years from now in that contract is for what goes on now in the NFL. It's the opposite. You push the money back as far as possible. Well, you push the cap hit and the money money can be paid now, but it can be hit a cap a year in a different year than when it's right. It can hit. So yeah, next year it goes, it goes, it goes from 16 next year to 51 and 24. So, yeah, they'll rework the deal. Fair. You know, but again, but again, the dead cap is 81 million. So they're probably going anywhere. It's probably not going anywhere. Fair. So and... you'll probably you'll fire the coach before you fire the players. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Wrong. And that 
that covers the NFL, fellas. Uh, Lord, anything Lord, else? Lord, have Lord mercy. have mercy. <laughs> Jinx. Yeah. Moving on, uh, we have NCAA football conference oh. championship week, fellas. Yeah, uh, it was a pretty good week. I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. USC blew it. TCU blew it. Like they were. I don't know. USC kind of like choked it away. I think. I think. Yeah, choked it to Utah for sure. Caleb. That Williams, was a win and get in. That was a win and get in, and by yeah, both teams, and they and they, they and they blew it. And TCU was what the number three team pretty much all year, or the four team all year. Yeah, they kind of and they up. and they 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 fucking blew that too. So I I don't know. I mean, Michigan's been rolled like. To me, Michigan, I always thought was kind of a little overrated, and then they curb stomped Ohio State. They're, you know, their arch rival, so that kind of put a little bit of legit- legitimacy behind them. Um, I was really afraid that they were going to award the two loss Alabama team the fourth spot. I really are you, was. Are you ups- Are you so you're ups- You're not upset that Ohio State got in over no. Alabama? Okay, no, no not at I, all. I don't see the way. I some people will argue that. Because Alabama, right? Which the two loss thing that was the whole thing. If Alabama, Alabama was was a one loss Alabama, they they'd probably be in. They probably be in, right? Because we, they would have only lost to Georgia, presumably. We don't and, need we don't need Alabama in the playoff every year. It's okay if they're not there. Like it really I mean, is. I just think it's so interesting that the way that the the committee sets themselves up when they do these rankings, like after Ohio State. It's Alabama, Tennessee, Clemson. You two more SEC teams and an ACC team before you get to a Pac-12 team. Well, that's what's going to happen now when we go to twelve teams in two right. years. Like it's going to be the SEC, right? And who, right? Who? It's going to be, be the SEC. A couple of conference. It's going to be all the conference champions should get in, right? And then and it's going to be like the SEC but that's the, right. and maybe one or two teams from what the Big Ten. Like, sure, you'll get like you'll get the Big Ten winner, the division with the divisions, because the way they have the divisions in the SEC and the Big Ten, I think, is really smart. Well, because supposedly, supposedly they're eliminating divisions in the Big Ten next year. There's no. I don't think that's a, a smart. I don't think that's a smart move. I think their divisions were aligned stupidly, but I don't think that that's actually smart because it's not. But because they, look they at the SEC, you, you can have the you can have Alabama as a one loss team who loses to like LSU or Auburn. And then that team from the West, from the, the West goes and plays Georgia who wins the East in the SEC championship game. Georgia smacks them. Alabama never gets to play Georgia. And so how many times did that happen where people were like, well, Alabama should sneak in as the four or the three, because they only lost once to a team that, you know, and they didn't get to play the SEC championship game. How many times did that happen? Or they they lost the SEC championship game and they still got in. Like, right. you know, that's sure. gonna the, you know, that's and like the problem. I mean, without the divisions, you get the two best teams in the conference to play each other, and it doesn't matter if it, the the division thing. You don't screw yourself up that way. Which which that would have that would have benefited that would have benefited other teams in other conferences, but. The ones that matter, it doesn't really make a difference. So yeah. the playoff, what, is Michigan against Georgia, uh, Ohio no, State Mi- against TCU? No, Michigan, TCU, Georgia, Ohio State. Got I, so, think, I think Georgia by a million. 
Correct. And Michigan by a million. Half a million. Yeah. So, I, so I, then, it's going to be probably Georgia, Michigan in the in the championship game. Right. Take Georgia. I, money's on Georgia all the way. Two touchdown favorite in both games, honestly. At least. Probably. And you know what? Fair. That's fine. But we'll, we'll worry about that when we get there. But yeah, I think the, the top two seeds roll, I think. Roll tide. Yeah. Roll tide. <laughs> roll tide. And may he rest uh, in peace forever. Roll tide. The other big news has been the uh, coaching carousel. Uh, Luke Fickle going to Wisconsin and Primetime going to Colorado. I think Luke Fickle to Wisconsin is just, let's. Good for Wisconsin. They're going to be just as as relevantly irrelevant as they have been for the last twelve years. We can win with you. We can lose with. We can win without you. They're going to win nine games every year, nine to ten games, not be in the Big Ten championship game. Although they might be without the division, get into a bowl game and be done. Get get into a a New Year's Six bowl game or something and be the fuck out. They're a Rose Bowl team. They're right. Okay, good for them. That means nothing at this point in the college football landscape. Yeah, Um, Dion to Colorado surprising we we all thought UCF was going to be the way to go for him um USF USF, USF rather I'm, I'm USF and I'm surprised but I'm also probably not surprised by the fact that there is he gets a lot of recruiting channels being centrally located in in Colorado and uh, yeah. you know there they are a little bit there is there's a seal, a bigger ceiling for him at Colorado than there was at USF. And I think, I think he's going to have a much bigger uphill, but I don't know. Well, he's had success where he's been. So I guess this is just the next step up in the coaching ladder. I mean, listen, he's in the PAC 12. That's going to be a very winnable conference for him in two years. Yeah, he he, you know, he's a name he can recruit. You know, can he coach? Not, I don't know. We'll again. We're gonna find out. We're gonna find out real fucking fast, aren't we? I don't think he's, he's good. He's, I don't think he's the exes and O's tactician. I mean, if he gets a no. staff and he's gonna have resources he's now, being a, at a Pac-12 school, he's gonna have decent resources, and people I think will want to play. I think got to build recruit? his. He, yeah, but that's your but, job as a head coach more than it is anything else. But but. You you got to know how to put a staff together. I I don't know if he knows how to put a staff together. Uh, he's won at this HBCU. He's won at Jackson State because he's been able to out talent other teams. But when that is gone and you're no longer able to out talent teams because the right. other teams in that conference like Oregon, USC, even Oregon State, hell, even Washington, they have oh, more yeah. money and more resources than you. And they can recruit just as heavily as you. Like Michael Penix at uh, Washington, he's yeah. a quarterback, and he's he's a stud. Oregon State has a stud at quarterback. They have a lot of good players in the Pac-12. USC has studs for the next three years, four years at quarterback. Like, who do you got? You got Shador Sanders, your son, and then who else? Right. Who else are you bringing in? Like, right. And and even if you flipped a kid from you, that you had at corner or whatever, who was number one pick, who who went to the HBCU, that's one dude. How actively are you hitting the transfer portal? How actively are you, you know, are you going in through things? Because if not, like 
you're middling, dude. Like you're you're not you're not you you can have the name, but like when you're not suddenly out talenting everybody you're facing, that's when we're gonna find out real quick how big of a coach you are. Do I think this guy's gonna get top twenty five recruiting classes on name value alone? Yeah, I give it two or three years. Is he gonna be around in two or three years to see that pay off? Probably not. You know what the problem is too? And Deion Sanders can't necessarily just use his name because it's almost in a way it's a little bit apples and oranges here, but it's almost in a way the Patrick Ewing effect at him at Georgetown. These kids that he's talking that he's talking to weren't even alive yeah, when he he's... when he played. Like you can you have to, to know who Deion Sanders. Listen, we all know who Deion Sanders was, and he was, and we were young when he played. Right, we were kids. So before we could really appreciate how good he actually was, same a little bit lesser degree Patrick Ewing, but. They yeah, don't he's know gonna who be talking he is. to you kids to, that he's like. You gotta go to you gotta go to YouTube to see his highlights. You know, yes, he's an NFL Hall of Famer. Absolutely, no, no ifs, ands, or buts about that. No, no um, credit taken away from him. But when you walk into a kid's living room, you go, "Listen, I'm Deion Sanders." Like, okay, like, right? They're gonna go, oh, "Okay." Just the cool. same, the same thing Patrick Ewing experienced, like at Georgetown. Like, all right, cool, you're Hall of Fame center for the Knicks. All right. Like, I think his presence on TV, I think, is going to carry a little bit of weight. I think that's going to. It's possible. That's going to help. I him, hate, but like, I hate, I hate saying it, but the barstool connection is going to help him a lot. It, it will. Yeah. It will. I just, you know, I'm just saying, like, it's, it's tough talking. Is, to but a, he's I, not like. It's not like Patrick Mahomes is walking in the door. It's not like right, right, LeBron James right. is walking in the door. Right. It's You're talking not, to a kid right, who's, yeah. 18, who's 18 years old, who again, like I said, was not even alive when he played his last snaps. You know, fair, it's it's fair. been a while. I, I mean, yeah, like I, I agree with you there. Like it, it's going to be a bit different. Um, He's also, been, he's also been on TV. He was on the NFL network for a long time as an analyst, like people. All right. So maybe people know who he is, but again, are you going to go to Colorado or are you going to go to USC? If they, you know, right. someone's recruiting right. you, right. you, you know, forget even the, so Pac-12. you think this he, is just another stepping stone for him to get to a bigger school? I think this is a stepping stone for him to get to Florida state. Possibly. Honestly. I think, for four years from now, five years from now, he makes the jump to Florida State, and his name will play a lot bigger in South or Florida te- because Texas. the kids or Texas because the kids in Texas and kids in Florida State or Miami, right? Rather, they know who he is. Know who I think te- I think you'd have yeah. a better shot given where he played in the NFL in somewhere like Texas or, you know, maybe ECU Look, even. The, you know that, <laughs> that Georgia that Georgia Tech job in Atlanta would have been perfect for him. Yeah. yeah, that would have been a little bit more his speed because he would have been able to. First of all, bring them to the 21st century in terms of how football is played. But they—he would have been able to have them. He would have been playing against, you know, he would have been on network TV, would have been on ESPN, he would have been, you know, on CBS, ACC. He would have been playing against real competition. He would have seen, he would see Clemson, he would see Georgia, you know, in terms like Florida State. He would see Florida State. He would see the ACC. He would see where, and then they would say, "Okay, we're going to go in inside the the conference and pull him to Florida State." Sure, but I, I listen. He's going to be at a Pac-12 school. Like he's not going to be. 
He's not going to be far. No. He's not far. It's not a disadvantage. It's just not the he's, same. It's a different no, environment. He, he, right. He's not at Boise. Like, yeah, granted. He's not like, at Boise he's, State. Right. That's my point. He's not at Iowa State. Like, you know, he's, he's not in the wilderness out there. He's yeah, he's 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 at a program. He's at a he's weird. He's at a about. weird program, but he's in like he's at probably other than maybe like Arizona State. He's at not the premier in Washington State. He's not at the premier team in that you know program in that conference but like i'd rather him be here than like cal like yeah you know. yeah, like cal arizona like yeah like i, I hear you like it's there, not the worst it it's not the worse. worst place for him but it's definitely a stepping stone where in 2025 26 he's gonna be gone like and there, and there there's a lot of money in boulder too like that's a sleeping giant if they tap into yeah. the nil money if they tap, tap into a we, smart and league, weed's been could, legal there yeah so, well that's another draw if you're gonna pitch a location to 18 year old high school kids, yeah, come, well, come look at these mountains where weed is legal and play for a Hall of Fame quarterback or a Hall of Fame cornerback, rather. Not, right. not a bad pitch. No. <laughs> like, it could be worse. True, but I mean, cool. like, speaking of that NIL, though, like transfers are going crazy. Like, you had what Slovis transfers out of pit. Uh, JT Daniels leaves West Virginia. McNamara leaves Michigan. Sanders kid, like we said, is going to Colorado. I, I know has it, has it uh, has, hasn't killed college because it's uh, given guys like Jalen Hurts and Caleb Caleb Williams a chance. Fair, you know. I mean, those are top level guys. You know, Caleb Williams is going to get drafted if and when he declares. You know, but it gives guys a chance, like. You know, you end up on a team and all of a sudden they bring in someone else. It's like, well, I just lost my starting job because this guy's better. I got to go somewhere else. Like, I can't see the you problem. Know, you can't have is, the problem right. you have, though, is like you got this shit now where they think they're fucking free agents. You got if you Google Dylan Johnson, D-I-L-L-O-N, Dylan Johnson on Mississippi State, he's airing the dirty laundry that's saying, hey, Mike Leach is glad I'm leaving. And he put this he put this letter to his fans in in a like a photoshopped letter and it's and it's airing dirty laundry like dude you you're fucking nobody you're the backup running back on your fucking mississippi state well, like well that cool that's it. like well that's like the kid who just transferred out from oklahoma nick evers nick evers did the same thing he went on uh instagram and he said when you get the chance to compete you know things are good but when you don't have that chance to compete and your competitor you look for another opportunity to go elsewhere and like right. granted understandable completely with you man but there's other ways to do it rather than airing your dirty laundry through the transfer portal oh absolutely and like keep it in house like, but like okay there's well like the- i'm looking at this 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 is just today was one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20, 21 guys from just power five conferences sure. entered the portal today. Well, right. But like, day. but all right. So like, here's a curious case for you. Look at Phil Jerkovich. Phil Jerkovich started his career at, I believe it was Notre Dame. Then he transferred to uh, Boston College, got sick of Boston College after like a year or two years, and now he transferred to Pitt. That's three Power Five programs. Look, 
more power to you. But if you couldn't get it done at one and you couldn't get it done at a second one. Yeah, the third one's not going to matter. Yeah. like and he's get, 20, He just turned 23. And he, he, he didn't. Oh, he, he, he must have redshirted. Redshirted. Yeah. And don't forget, too, a lot of these guys have a COVID. Uh, COVID year. A COVID year. But like, COVID year but, like, too, right. but like Kate on Slovis, he's now going on his third team. He started at USC, got beat out by Jackson Dart, went to Old Miss, got beat out, or, or was it Old Miss? No, it was uh, Pitt. Went to Pitt, got beat out at Pitt, and now he's going to transfer to his third team in three years. Yeah. Like something's not working there. Then you look at JT Daniels. Georgia didn't work out. Got replaced by Stetson Bennett. Then West Virginia didn't work out. Now where you're going to end up at like Northern Arizona? Like, yeah, why yeah, are you well, doing it? Well, because they just they want to they want to just they want to start. They want to start. Start and they want to get they want to amass numbers so that they they go from a sixth round prospect to a fourth round prospect. Right. You know that's what all these guys are trying to do. They're just trying to get an NFL prospect. You know, help. Yeah, that's really Fair what enough. it comes down. That's that's what it comes down to. So we'll see what happens. I'm looking forward to the the playoff, though. It's always usually good. Playoff brought to you by ESPN, huh? Yeah, pretty, <laughs> pretty, pretty much. And speaking of which, you, you want to touch on this already, or this? The, yeah, you you made a point. You wanted to talk about this, even though this I more just, of a, I, I had more a, of a local thing for us. But I I I, I if people tune out, I understand. But I I had a. Uh, I had a bone to pick with local sports radio, which, you know, we're trying to, you know, supplant at this point Supplant, and just to, you know, take out and just, you know, planting our flag in the, uh, planting our flag right in the middle. We're letting everybody know that we're, we have arrived. Yeah. We've definitely arrived with our, Hey, listen, we have nine subscribers. Thank you. Thank you to our, our, our like 10 subscribers that we have. Mercy Belgium. Mercy Belgium. Mercy Belgium. That's right. Thank you, Ashburn, Virginia. You're real. You're the real one. Yeah. No, like I just I always had a problem with ESPN Radio here in New York that like they just decided one day that like we're gonna go national for three quarters of our day because that's what people want and it's not. And I think I am an avid listener of Sports Talk Radio. I'm in the car all the time. You know, I'm in the car a lot enough to to listen to, this, to the radio and just say. This is not what I'm. This is not a conversation I'm interested in because I don't want to hear from you know Dale in Alabama. No offense to Dale in Alabama, but like, there's enough here. There's enough meat on the bone for us to talk about local sports in our our local areas for a couple hours, at least three or four hours a day. I mean, come on, right? Agreed. So I'm just happy that they they got their heads at their asses and decided to, you know, well, go you, mostly you, local like, from six to to set six a.m. to seven p.m. is is literally but for two hours of greenie is is all local, which I think is the right thing to do and should have never left that format. Well, I mean, the the issue was that John Skipper and the powers that be at ESPN at one point decided that rather than keep things local and rather than investing in local talent and local production, they decided that they were going to quote unquote embrace debate. Uh, ESPN employees at yeah. that we, we all received the memo and we all received the the letters that say that we're embracing debate and we were going that route um, you know and they went national and they took they took the powers 
out of the local radio station and the local call signs, and suddenly you had Keyshawn and whoever the hell as Jay your Jay will, yeah. I think once Mike and Mike split, I don't think they knew what to do. ESPN from a radio perspective, and I they have been scrambling from a national radio perspective because like I don't listen to ESPN radio on my satellite radio, and that's the national ESPN radio channel on channel 80. And sure. nobody I don't listen to that because why would I? Right. I'm not unless there's like a game and I want to listen to that game in the car rather than my local talk show, which never fucking happens. I'm not going to like I'm not tuning to the national show. So I don't understand I I don't really understand the need for a national ESPN radio show to be perfectly honest other that like I get it from the perspective that you don't need a local show in every single area of the country and it doesn't always make sense. I get it. It's fine. And people want to listen to national stories and national headlines fine. I understand. But at this point, I think that's what ESPN news was supposed to be for. And I don't think there was any need. Like, I just don't think they understood what the whole format was for, but I I just, I don't know. I just, I had so many problems with the fact that that this is the state of where we are, you know, the whole country really from a national perspective with sports talk radio, like the, 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 the ESPN doesn't know what the hell they're doing. And WFAN, which, you know, CBS radio for like, they don't know what they're doing. And like they were not even see, they're not even CBS radio. They're not even CBS anymore, right? Or their Odyssey. Odyssey is ruining sports talk radio across stations across. It's gotten stale. They don't know what they don't know what to do anymore. They're they're stuck in ten years ago, and like they don't know how to innovate. And now it's like, you know, the podcasting for every single freaking guy on the show you listen to is like, come check out my Instagram live when I'm in a commercial break. Like, what are we doing? Like that's what, it's just a like way to get that's, that's gonna tell you something. Yeah, well, it's it's the new way to get younger people in the you know eighteen to what is it thirty five or forty five demographic. You know the the eighteen year olds to get in to get yeah. into it because that's what it is. Because because the other problem too is you say you listen to it in the car. It's a dying breed because a lot of people plug in their phone into their car or have the Apple Play in their car, right? And they listen to music. Well, they or, listen a pod, to a po- or a podcast, which is what podcast. I would help people do for us. But like, but that's, that's the same, that's right? And I understand that that's the direction it's going in. But then, then you have to take that the programming that you put on the radio, and you have to make it podcast podcastable. Then, if that's that's the road you want to go down, and I think you have to turn it into what word something like what we do, and and make it this because this is what people want to listen to. Like somebody wants to listen to what's going to go happen in the NFL. They'd rather listen to it in three pieces or four pieces over the course of a couple of days rather than listen to, or, or the course of a whole day rather than have to sit and only get five minutes here. They rather get, I'd rather get 20 minutes of this and here, 10 minutes here and 15 minutes here. And I'd rather be, but the same program because that's all I want. Oh yeah. That's how I honestly, that's how I love listening to the podcast. I'll listen to it. Like people be like, Oh, you listen to like a four hour podcast. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's because, the way to go. Because I'll listen to it in half hour chunks. I right. guess I just, I guess I'm just attached to a dying breed of, and I, I guess it doesn't matter. Well, and I, mean, I, I am myself trying to, you know, take over that, you know, and I guess it's just, it's weird to me that like, they're just so stupid and they don't get how to run business. Well, we, we wrote it on the rundown. Like WFAN is bringing people back from the dead to host shows, like literally and figuratively, like they, they're bringing back 
Mike Francesca. They're bringing back. They're bringing him uh, back. I mean, they brought him back previously. Oh well, yeah, like, they brought yeah they brought him back for that. You know, I have I have a lot of opinions on that one, but I it's uh, that, that's a, it's another it's that's another topic for another day. But you know, but, I know I know Joe Beningo retired. They right, and they brought retired. him back. They, for, they brought yeah, him back only once then, or twice a week, but it's still. Well, yeah, but like, and like, I jokingly wrote this on the rundown too. But like, how much money does Craig Carton have to lose in order to not have a job? Like, how how much of the station's money does he have to legitimately lose in order for them to not have a job? Like, I don't know. I I think the guy's a shock jock and and not worth his weight. But that Mike whatever. Francesa has a podcast for Bet Rivers Sports. Just look, FYI. Look, yeah. Uh, F- well, F- you know what? If F- someone's FYI, go ahead. FYI, Craig Carton, if you have a problem with me saying that you're a gambler, like you can find me. Like, no, he he doesn't. I he because he he talks he, about it on the show. He does talk about it, and he owns that he's he owns, he owns what he it. did. I'm not saying that that was right, but he does own what he did. That's so. fair, but like, but like we, as a station with a reputation and with a like obligation in a sense. Listen, they I don't know. They they've people talked about they're like, how is this gonna work? Even just bringing him back because every commercial, every break is sponsored by at least one of them. FanDuel, DraftKings, someone. You see Caesars commercials all over the place. Gambling's here and it's here to stay. So yeah, you know. it's it's kind of awkward to yeah. listen to and like you know, but but he doesn't do those commercials, so it's right. he's not crossing yeah, he those do lines. Bad reads, but I don't know, man. I don't either. So that was just my that was my whole two cents on you know, I guess like as as we were talking, I realized I'm like, well, I am myself putting a going into the type of medium that is overtaking sports talk radio on terrestrial yeah. radio. Like, you know, I just I don't know. I guess I'm I guess I'm old fashioned at 33. I'm old fashioned now. You're old yeah. fashioned, old news. And uh, moving on, uh, World Cup. Ah, uh, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Lace had. Well, the men's team lost three to one. I mean, we're going back, what, about a week now, but, you know, the men's team lost three to one. Kind of expected that. I mean, maybe not three one, but I didn't think we talked about how it was time for them to, you know, strike. And we all see how that turned out. So, Listen, I mean, they, I, they showed strides in a general sense, but they, they still got a ways and- to go. They, they were they were out coached they were out managed and it they are who we thought they were like at this point like I had, the glaring discrepancies and weaknesses came to the forefront and the the gulf in talent and the gulf in like technical ability became readily apparent um do I think we'll get there I think we can get there I don't think that we're in a spot right now where we can say we are there but I'm also getting more and more tired of saying every world cup or every four years, this is the year, this is the year we're going to make the corner. And then it doesn't happen. Right, like right. We're, we're now what we, we reached the knockout stage. That's, that's an improvement, but right. It's, it's time to make the quarterfinals. It's time to make the quarterfinals. Right. It's, like time, now, it's time to, to be competitive, not to be considered an automatic win, uh, an automatic loss, whatever. Sure. No, I get you. Yeah, um, and, and I, yeah, I think. Listen, we've we've made the knockout stage a few times now in the last three or four World Cups. Like now, it's time for us to consistently compete 
you know, and I think we, you know, you, we were talking about this before we, we started the show, Kevin and I, you know, like, I think if the, if we, if we end up hosting Copa America in two years, in a year and a half, you know, I think we, you know, when we were talking about, you know, we should just, we should take that and compete against the South American nations and like a CONCACAF plus them and just have this like big, super, you know, America's league kind of thing and have a sure. every two every two years, the two years, not, you know, that's the world cup year. We compete against them. We compete against Argentina and Brazil and Uruguay and Chile and Peru and, and actually, you know, compete against high quality soccer countries and stay sharp because half the reason we can't compete is because after today, after now, after after Saturday, when the men's team lost, we won't compete in internet in a quality international tournament for another four fucking years. Like, right. and that's a problem. Like, right. that's part of the problem is that we're not, you know, whereas all the European teams, they're going to have the Euros in two years, and right. South American teams are in two years. They're going to be playing each other. You know, right. Argentina's so going to play it, Brazil in a match in two years, and they're going to stay sharp, and we're going to be twiddling our thumbs with our thumbs up our ass. So, like, that's part of the problem too. No, and and I agree with you. I think that in order to legitimately compete, and in order to legitimately be there in 2026 when we host, like, you need to compete against the Brazils and the Argentinas of the world. So, is Copa America an opportunity for us to go in out and do that? Yeah, it's a great first step against competing regularly against tough competition and friendlies and pre-qualifying, qualifying during World Cup, but we need to be consistently doing that. If you're going to seriously turn a corner and go about like trying to, to match wits with the Netherlands and the Moroccos and Spains and Germany's of the world, like that, that's what you have to do. You can't be playing Jamaica and Trinidad Tobago and yeah. saying that, that that's the level of competition that we're at. I mean, the um, difference between now and 10 years ago is that we have multiple players playing in Premier, you know, the EPL, fair. Spanish League, the Italian League. We have players that started on our World Cup roster are in the top club leagues around the world now. Whereas when Landon Donovan was going to, was scoring goals in the World right. Cup. Played for the LA Galaxy. Right. It's like that doesn't do, like the MLS is just not it. And it's, that's, I think the, I mean, the MLS is actually doing, a, is very up and down, but is that, you know, is better than it was even then, but it's still not the English Premier League. It's still not La Liga. Like it's just not, no, it's yeah. not even close. It, and it never, w- close. it probably never will be, but that's, that was the problem with the U.S. men's national team and, and U.S. soccer was that their whole vision was we're going to make the MLS into, you know, we're going to bring, you know, top talent. And it's like, no, you're not like cut the crap. You're not throwing three hundred million dollars at these guys to, for them to play it, in a crap league. They're not going to do. No, it was it was always looked at as a retirement league, and will continue to be looked at as a retirement, a retirement league until league. yeah. Um, Maybe Ronaldo movie. will come here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, well, if we if we want to pay him three hundred million dollars, uh, yeah. It's uh, moving moving forward with the World Cup. I mean, we saw the the knockout round games. Um, France continues to, to look awesome. Like mm-hmm. Mbappe has ah. five goals at this point. He's having a transcendent World Cup. Like the, the guy's, what, two weeks shy of his 24th birthday. He's Nuts. already scored. He's crushing it. He's already had as many goals uh, 
in like total World Cups as Messi has with nine, more than Ronaldo or Maradona who have eight. And the man's, like I said, he's probably got another three or four World Cups to go. So he's going to zoom past all those guys. I, um, I think you're going to see France, Brazil in the final if you're, if you want to. Yeah. I, I think I, France I is coming out of their side. They're beating yeah, England I don't, on Saturday I don't, and they're beating Mar- yeah, Portugal no. or Morocco. I, I don't doubt it. Like to, to belabor the point a little bit, like his pace right now projects him to tie with Pele. Her fifth on the old time scores list by the end of the tournament. Don't die, Pele. Yeah, please. Like, uh, live to see. The point, like, yeah, like, live, to, live see. to see the final. Please live to see the final. Like, <laughs> whether whether or not Brazil wins or not, like, it, he was supposed to hand over the Jules Renee trophy. Really? I, oh, I didn't know that. He, so, if, so if Brazil would have won, the reason why all these Brazilians, like, legends like Cafu and Kaká and Ronaldo and Ronaldinho and all these guys were there was because ultimately they're trying to pay their respects to Pele who they knew was dying. So they were getting all the legends together for the final so that when he finally hands over the, the whatever, it was a big celebration of like Brazilian football. And the hope was that Brazil would win it and they would hand it over to Neymar who was next like guy you know what i mean so yeah, the official yeah. pa- it was official passing of the torch towards neymar and and what oh. it would be now whether or not that happens is up to Kylian mbappe essentially because he's got the power in his right foot and mbappe the grim reaper and the grim reaper yeah and yeah and like, the like circle the, of life yeah like that that's the reality of it um if you don't know Pele has colon cancer. He's on palliative oh, care. I did not yeah. know they, that. He just they, entered palliative care the yeah, other day. Yeah, so that's a shame. He, Chemo yeah. not working anymore. Chemo's not responsive anymore. They're saying his his daughter came out and said that like he's in strong spirits and that like it's all it's all bluster and and highly exaggerated. But I mean, if your dad was Pele and he was dying, like you would, would you, you would, would you be telling the truth? No. So yeah. No, he's a god right. in Brazil. No, like, right. Like you're, right. you're going to try to make it as peaceful as possible. So right. Brazil's no, dominating. Brazil's dominating. Brazil's probably going to get through to the finals. Like they they look tremendous. Yeah, Those Argentina. What, did, Argentina will beat Ar- Ar- Netherlands, but they're not beating Brazil, and they might not even beat Croatia if Croatia were to get through. Honestly. I mean, Croatia got through on penalty kicks against Japan, but those were their the goalie worst was a, kicks. their goalie was a fucking brick wall, and Japan couldn't find the net. And Japan made some terrible fucking kicks, like those were yeah. the worst. Penalty Japan should have won. Seen. Japan telegraphed fucking probably. kicks. You know what? Whatever. Morocco. Then, see, the more impressive one was Morocco over Spain because their goalie, like they had some a, decent was kicks. A monster. The, the goalie was just a beast. Yeah, yeah, but. Yeah, Bono was a. F- he would not. They I might. Mean, they might beat Portugal. Like they're not beating France in the semis, but no, they but might actually beat Portugal. They might. It's they possible might. because Ronaldo's probably not going to start again. Oh my God! Such a but, what a whack thing. But do you need him? Like no, no. Because no. well, listen, I asked, hey, you, I asked you about. I asked you about it when I saw that he wasn't starting, and you said he hasn't done anything. They have, what's his name? The other guy. Oh my God! What's his name? Uh, Rafael Leal, Goncalo yeah. Ramos. No, and then who, not Hernandez. The, there's another name. 
Fernandez? Bruno yeah, Fernandez. Fern- yeah, Bruno Fernandez, who's actually been playing well. So, like, you know what? You come off the bench in the fucking 70th minute and do your thing. Like, you know, you know like, we don't need you. We've been winning without you. They won 6-1. And That's the guy who replaced them got a fucking hat trick. Like right. That so tells you, tells you all you, you need, need to know. All you yeah. need to know. They don't need them. So, uh, I mean, I... T- I yeah, I know. hate to think I hate to think that this guy's gonna make it into a World Cup final and that or or semifinal and that there's not gonna be pressure, external pressure for that coach to play him mm. and he's gonna cave and he's gonna play he's him knowing that knowing that he could have played a better lineup and they probably would have won. Hey, listen, they fucking if it, if Pepe wasn't on this team, I think that would be another thing too, because you know. It's the, they're the only guys in their thirties that are playing other than, you know, Ravallo like is 30. No, Ravallo is 30. You. Everybody else is fucking 29 or younger. Right. But no, I, I hear you, man. And I, I don't know, man, like it's, it's one of those things where like, he's going to get so much external pressure if they make a, a semifinal or a final to play him just because of name recognition and damn country of Portugal is going to be on his ass to play him knowing full well that he shouldn't play. I don't know. Like I, I think full I th- well, it's crazy. I think he'll, st- I think they'll still get away with him being a sub. I think they'll get away with this is working. This is working. Well, that's the of. thing. Okay. You're winning. So it does. So winning cures all ills. Oh, okay, Hey, but okay, alert. But if it's, but Wait, if it's I, one, one, well, we have breaking uh, news. I got breaking news. Xander Bogarts. To the Padres. Oh my God. Oh. 11 years, 280 million. MLB.com's Mark Feinstein reports. Holy shit. Really? So, where, so wow. where the fuck does Xander Bogarts play on that team? Um, that's he's a, not the he's not the shortstop. Not he's the, the shortstop. shortstop. He's the shortstop until Tatis comes back. Or or EH. You're getting rid of Fernando Tatis and you're giving up on his bullshit you can't you can't I mean, you, can, you can but you can't no you can now you can holy now shit who's gonna take can. that contract la you god damn who's taking that no one's taking that contract there's no way there is absolutely no way that that is a sign a hundred percent that they don't believe in fernando tatis that is not Fernando. You know what's interesting? If you anymore. go, if you go to um, go to the Padres shit. website right now, Batiste is not listed on their depth chart. Anymore. Well, because he's suspended. Yeah, right. but they could still lift him up. They could. That is not That is not. Is he on the Is he on the forty man? That is not Fernando Tatis's team anymore. Oh my that is god! Mi- that is holy shit! Yeah, he's not even. That is. 100%. 11 years, 280. Holy that shit. That is a hundred percent Manny Machado's team. Oh, it's Manny Machado's team. You know what's funny? He has an opt-out after next year, I think. Oh. So there you go. He's so out. that's an average annual value of Fernando 25 and a half million. Fernando Tatis is out. That's exactly what that tells you. He's he's opting out next year, and that's it. Let's talk about this for a second. Is Xander Bogarts worth that kind of money? 25 mil a year for 11 years? Yeah. That's a long fucking deal. But, um, 25 mil but, a year on average is not bad. Like, that's, that's you that's know, average doable. annual value. Yeah. 
That's doable. That's doable. That's, like, I mean, it's acceptable. That's, like that. Oh. That's that's Francisco Lindor money. So is Lindor worth that same amount of money? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I guess you could say that. Wow. Good call. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, they're just, just John Heyman just confirmed. What, what a way to uh, what a way to end the night. Yeah, <laughs> on that bombshell. What a way to end the night. <laughs> God damn. The Padres are now the first team in MLB history to have three players making at least $300 million. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. There, wait, we called it at the beginning of the podcast. We said, what team is going to be the guy to have all these guys with $300 million, uh, $300 million contracts? Well, we found out our answer. It's the San Diego fucking Padres. Yeah. Wow. And you know what? They're still not going to make a World Series. No. <laughs> Probably they're still not. not they're still not going to be the best team in their division next year. They they're don't still, have the pitching. The Dodgers are still going to fucking beat them in the NL West, and that's they do sick. not have the pitching. No, but but report, but report the, was too that Trey Turner wanted to play in Philly so bad that he turned down three hundred and forty-one million dollars from the Padres. So they're just signing was, shortstops. Trey Trey Turner was never going to the West Coast. His wife lives was from Jersey. He's from, right. his wife's from Jersey. He wanted to come to the East Coast. Uh, so the the West Coast was never an option. He was he was only on the Dodgers because they traded him there. Right. It was it was a rental. If anything, it was a right. long rental. But it was, it was a, a two year rental or a year and a half yeah. rental, whatever. Yeah, it was. Yeah, year and a half. So I'm not surprised. No. But, well, all right, gents. Gents, on that it's note, real. it's been fun. It's been real fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll see you guys again next week. Thank you all for listening. And we'll see you again on uh, Wednesday. <laughs>